You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to another exciting episode of your show. That's right. We are all the Kickout Crew. Uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us today. Thank the homies for uh, being in attendance. You know, Sans <laughs> one, but Devin will be here shortly. Just had to talk shit at the beginning of the episode. Uh, <laughs> want to thank everybody for uh, the positive feedback on last week's episode. Thank everybody for the questions. And then you can submit your questions on any social media platform that you desire. Because, hey, we're everywhere. Just search Kickout Crew on all of them. I'm not going to list them. Just look for us. Uh, that being said, it appears that uh, we're on episode 91. Man, crazy, huh? We're getting close to triple digits. There may be something in store for that, too. Right? That's called suspense. <laughs> but we still have nine weeks till that happens. So, hey, might as well get this one going. I think I've rambled enough. Uh, I do want to say... If you like what we're doing, be a friend and tell a friend. Or as Adam said, tell anyone. <laughs> Just spread the word. And a uh, shout out to, you know, all the fans and friends and all that stuff. But enough about that. It's time to get going. So uh, I guess, uh, Brad, I'll let you take it away. Just a couple things this week, guys. Just a couple of quick bitches and then maybe something, uh, something else. Fireworks. On January, wait, wait, time, out, time out, time out. James, what the fuck? Stella, <laughs> <laughs> a little classy. It was a left in my fridge. So I was gonna say, what was on sale this week? No, nah, it was left in my <laughs> fridge. So got I definitely got a raise at work, didn't we? <laughs> we are actually getting a raise. Shout just, out. But uh, yeah, just the way you did it. You're, now you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to, you know, uh, attract attention to it. <laughs> well, it does <laughs> go ahead brad so my dogs are my one dog is very scared of the fireworks and but you know i know i got to deal with july 4th i know i got to deal with certain holidays new year's new year's day i got to deal with it and now because of her being scared she has now scared my dog the other dog that was never scared of them so they hang out in the bathroom every time they hear fireworks if we're outside there's a firecracker we got to run back in the house it's it freaks her out but there is no reason why there should be fireworks on january 5th there is nothing to celebrate on January 5th. There was no football games, no nothing. It's January 5th. Keep the fireworks up. It's cold outside. Keep the keep the fireworks for when it's nicer or New Year's Eve or whatever. But not July. January 5th. What, did you just have some leftover? What kind of neighborhood do I live in where you have to have set fireworks up on January 5th? What are we celebrating? Right. Drink something. Huh? Drink something. Don't be a quitter. What? Are you guys allowed to shoot off fireworks? Yeah, well, I don't think so. 
<laughs> I don't think it matters. Though. I don't think anybody's come to the house to, to, to arrest you over it either. Yeah. Second thing, I, I a couple months ago, I bitched about one of the worst lines to be in is the pharmacy line. You know what the second worst line to be in is? The Maybe. lottery tickets line. Lottery tickets. That guy, I, I'm just trying to go to the gas station and buy something real quick. But no, no, this guy scoots in front of me. He's got 15 lottery tickets in his hand and he's making all these deals. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, all right, well go ahead. Give me two of these, two of these, blah, 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 blah. like an auctioneer. Shut the fuck up. Get out of here. You're not going to win anything. You're going to even out. Stop wasting your time. Stop wasting your money. Buy, buy a Powerball ticket once uh, every other week when it's 300 million, whatever. I, I cannot believe the amount of time I had to wait behind this jack off. Can you get two cashiers? Shouldn't it be like a lottery cashier separately? Get a life, dude. Get a Especially life. There's a line behind you. When you got like 10 people behind you and they're still doing it. And they turn. It's what? It was just two of us in a store. I waited for 10 minutes. <laughs> that. Dedication. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about the MLW show last weekend. Kings of the Coliseum 2024. My son and I are heading down and it was a like torrential downpour rain, rain. First it was snow a little bit. Then it was rain. And I've told you guys about the parking down in this situation already. It's not good. And it's not the event parking. It's just the neighborhood it's in. Because there's only 800,000 people that are going to the show. Maybe. So it ain't them. And we're pretty early. We're an hour or so early. And it wasn't that many people in there when we got in there. So I park in a spot. I'm not real sure about it. Now, as you get, I've told you guys, I drive a dealer car. So if this thing gets towed, I ain't getting it back. <laughs> you know? And not that I want to be getting anything back, dealing with it at midnight anyway, when you get out of the show or 11 o'clock or whatever it is. So I park in a spot and I'm like, what do you think? And Frank's like, I think it's a win. I'm like, I don't know. He goes, dad, look at the guy next to you. So there was, a, there's people just parked on the sidewalk. Like, I, and I said to him, I go, so what are you saying? He goes, if there's people parking on the sidewalk, you're fine. I'm like, you know what? We could all get towed. Okay. Just because they're on the sidewalk and I'm like the second worst spot. Doesn't mean we all don't get towed. Well, anyway, it worked out. So we get in there looking around for Mr. Thomas. Can't find him. We have a couple drinks. We sit down in our seats, great seats right on the, um, uh, you know, the ramp. So, you know, you basically, he's, he was on the end of the ramp, so which is good. And we had um, Wasted Youth that came out. Excellent tag team. Really liked them a lot. Uh, Alex Kane versus Richard Holiday. Really good match. Uh, good to see Richard Holiday back after having leukemia. Um, Mr. St. Laurent, who is Richard Holiday's manager. If you guys don't know this guy, he's, he's, he's just like this big, big guy in like, I don't know, like a jogging suit kind of thing. And he, he really pulls it off well. Uh, Zeta, or Zeta Steele, her name's Zeta, took a clothesline from one called Manders that I, I still can't believe she took. And she's kind of new to the promotion. I really liked her. And finally, we did get a chance to talk to Mr. I did get a chance to talk to Mr. Thomas, uh, really engaging guy for a guy that's supposed to be a heel out there. The Philadelphia fans really like him. So the show was fun. Uh, Matt Riddle there, uh, he faced Matt Riddle faced, uh, Fatu, Jacob Fatu. Ta he, yeah, he tapped him. Um, Got him to tap out, which threw me a little bit. But I'll tell you what, Riddle coming out and came out just like he does at WWE. Big smile, happy to be there. He, it was no different is what I'm getting at. He, This is only an 800 people, whatever it is, 1,000 people, maybe less. I, I really can't tell, but it's not a big event. I mean, it's obviously not the W. It's not coming out with the Roman Reigns match at a pay-per-view. But he came out like and he looked great, and he gave my son the pounds. It made my, my son's day. Frank was so thrilled to do that. Um, he bought himself a... Uh, I bought it for him, but it was boom. I for the people shirt. So um, they're coming back February 3rd uh, for another pay-per-view. And my son his birthday is February 3rd. And he asked if I would take him and two of his friends to the show. That's a yes. Yeah. 
So hell yeah. Um, I'm gonna sit separately from them, uh, just because I'm gonna give him his time with his friends, but not that he asked for that, but he didn't argue with it either. Uh, <laughs> so I got in the same exact seats, uh, the three um right 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 exactly where we was before, so he could do the same thing. And hey man, um really excited that he's excited about it. He he likes this more than he would like going to a WWE show. It's like cool. I feel like he thinks it's his people because everybody's just so engaging, so nice. I'm not the same person around him that I am like as a father. I'm like, I'm with you guys when I'm at that show. And I think he likes that a little bit too. So a uh, really great thing for us to enjoy. And that's all I got. So um, that's it for me. Back to you, James. Yeah, man. Live wrestling. I always tell people like my buddy, Brandon, uh, going to Tampa with me. He, uh, you know, he wasn't really a like wrestling fan, but we've been to a bunch of live wrestling. He's hooked. He went to Pittsburgh with me. Like, <laughs> you know, Cause I was like, damn, Brandon, for not being a fan, you sure have traveled to see this. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, support live wrestling, you know, go to the shows. Cause it is, like you said, it's a little more engaging. Like everybody's like real into it. Yeah. I love it, man. I love it. You know what else I like? Mike's theme, not the list. <laughs> so uh, Mike, what is this about? Well, actually I'm going to switch it up a little bit since uh, Devin's not here. So, because I need him for my theme, and you see why later. So I'm gonna do a Mike's meat minute real quick. Oh, geez, I'm gonna get my pen. <laughs> minute to do, but uh, you know, I've had a lot of good compliments about the stuff I put out there, but there's one fucker out there that keeps on bitching. You know, and I don't want to throw no Randy's name out there or anything else like that. <laughs> <laughs> So, today, I'm going to do this one for a certain person's father. <laughs> if you say... <laughs> I mean, it I'm could be do... any Randy. It doesn't mean it's necessarily that Randy. It yeah, could I mean, be any Randy. Randy Orton messaged me the other day. I mean, <laughs> and he was saying stuff, you know, about my lasagna. I mean, and he tried it. He liked it. But I mean, Mike's you know, comment is not directed toward anybody in particular. It could be any Randy. Yeah. So nobody get yeah. their feelings hurt. Yeah, Randy Orton. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If y'all think it's Randy, Randy Orton, you're all hearing voices in your head. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Randy Couture. I mean, you know. Yeah, true. There's, there's a lot of them out there. And you know, some of them might be one of our fathers, you know, in particular, but we don't know. I mean, we've all had fathers. You just never know. I mean, I. So I'm gonna do burnt and ribs. All right. Meat. All right. <laughs> so what you want to do is get you a slab of baby back ribs and cut them up individually. You don't want to throw the whole rack on that one time. You want to cut them up individually. Season them with your favorite barbecue dry rub. Put them real good on there. I'm going to get you some that rack real good. Man, he's yep. not going to let you talk, is he, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> it's only supposed to take me a minute, Adam. <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs> exactly what I've heard. <laughs> that sounds so easy. All the time. What she said. Uh, you want to get your smoker at 250 For three days? <laughs> <laughs> shout out, Everett. Yeah, shout out. At least he was listening. Oh, man. Set, set these ribs right on the grates. You want to sit there and put them on there for about an hour and a half and or until they get to about 165 into like inside temp flip them maybe 20 25 minutes once that's done 
you're going to take the ribs and put them in one of those tinfoil pans. You can buy them at Walmart for like $1.50. All right. Two take for three. Stick oil, slice it up into little cubes. Throw that in there. Add more of your dry rub. Throw in some of your favorite barbecue sauce. JR's really good to go on there. Then you put the top, fill it up, cover it with some more tinfoil. Put it on there. Keep that 250. Cook it for another about 45 to 60 minutes until you think they're done. Take those bitches off. Have you little bite. They'll fall right off the bone. Fucking starving. And that's my <laughs> Every <weekend>. week. <laughs> and I just get hungry. I'm not even lying. I get hungry. I can go for some ribs right now. Yeah. Man, I'm always down for a good rack. Damn right. Me too. Walka, walka, walka. Especially one on someone that's 250. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, the better you rub it, the better. I don't care. <laughs> so there's your Mike's Meat Minute. For everybody that Maybe out of here. We're good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like it. Uh, Yeah. Shout out to uh, Ribs. Who doesn't like yeah. ribs? You know what I'm saying? I mean, if they're done right. You know what else I like? What? Uh, as an in-ring performer. Because uh, Adam keeps me up to date with wrestling because I don't really watch shit. All right. So first off, uh, Brian, you do the honors, please? Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Right. So we're talking about NMLW just a minute ago. There he is. I'm actually getting to referee at this show right here. If you're watching, it's Alex Kane. Um, let's see here. It's Alex Kane versus uh, Joe Black. He's the guy in the, the very top middle. And then um, the other match is Kevin Ryan versus Jay Lethal. So chances are I might get to referee one of those matches. Oof. So that's, uh, that's March 15th in Calhoun, Georgia. Front row, $30, general admission, 20 They'll time on. 7 p.m. That's a deal, man. That's a deal. That is, especially for Jay Lee, for being there, man. For Front real. row, it's 10 and bucks Alex more. Kane. Who's buying general admission? <laughs> but uh, yeah, right? that's at uh, Forever Pro, my buddy Kevin Ryan for the Arcudo Death Society. He's actually talk, tag champs. With, can we talk uh, about Brayden Toon over there? Yeah, Brayden um, Toon's on there. Um, shout out. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Some other guys. There's... um. Chris Krug is tag partner. Kevin Ryan's tag partner, sorry. They're actually the new South uh, Tag Team Champions right now. So it's going to be so, uh, a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of guys there you might want to check out. So if you're in that area on March 15th, I hope to see you guys there. Man, I'll tell you, I'd love to be there for this. Boom, yay. Hey, Adam, you know, that's only two and a half hours away from me. Oh, well, I'll see you there then. It's only 14 <laughs> hours. It's only 14 hours from me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. How far is it from you? 14 hours. Whew. Not you. I'm talking about, it's about two hours. All right. Me. Well, still, I'm still telling you. <laughs> it's not about two hours. I have two hours. Yeah, that's still far. Because <laughs> no, Alex Kane's actually the action uh, pro wrestling champion. There so, you go. Give me a damn good match, man. The belt collector, Alex Kane. Right? Let's go. And speaking of uh, Matt Riddle, did y'all hear what commentary did, Matt Stryker? On commentary? Tell he us. Was, he was burying Matt Riddle. You didn't hear about it, Brad? I don't think so, no. Oh, man. It's uh, Matt Stryker caught some hell on uh, 
on X, Twitter, whatever you'll call it. Um, like taking some shots at Matt Riddle and he ended up coming back and apologizing about it. I don't want to go into detail right now, but Matt Stryker likes to get himself in some trouble. Yeah, I mean he, he was, <laughs> It's he not the went, first time. Well, you know how sometimes realism makes good TV? Well, he kind of got too real. Gotcha. And started throwing out accusations from his past. I'll tell you what. Mm. I can't. I, I That's don't a know. slippery slope. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't know Matt Riddle in real life. All I know is this. He came out He came out ready to, to entertain. And that's yeah. really what we're there for. I'm not there to get too personal, even exactly. though we do, you know. I think a match commentary, you don't, like, you don't include stuff like that. Do you I'm remember when, uh, I, I can't believe we're going to go off topic already over this, but remember when him and Seth Rollins did that kind of real interview thing? Man, that showed me a riddle that I was a little bit scared of. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. I mean, he is a trained <laughs> fighter. You know? was trying to do. Man, he went from that cool, laid-back 420 guy to, like, ready to kick your ass guy, like, for real kick your ass. I think Matt Stryker went a little too far, though. Well, it's not the first time. <laughs> but I don't know if you heard about that or not, because we're talking I, about him. I don't think so, no. All right, so SmackDown, we started off with Kevin Owens over um, Escobar, Eo Sky over uh, Me, Me, Me Chin, I think that's how you say it, Me Chin, Me Chin, mm-hmm. Me um, Butch and Tyler Bate over Pretty Deadly was actually a pretty damn good match. That yeah, was good to see him in there. Uh, Tyler Bate, I believe, has been moved up to SmackDown like from here out. Oh, okay. So, um, I'm interested to see what they do with him. And then Orton, LA Knight, and AJ Styles had a no contest. So, it sets up a fatal four way for the Royal Rumble. It was exciting, though. A lot of gaga, but fun. It was fun. When Roman came out there, it was, uh, it was a moment. I like Nick Aldis, I like how he's playing. I like how he said congratulations. <laughs> he just earned himself a fatal four-way. That was cool. I like how he just nonchalantly just walked by, kind of just Paul Heyman, hey, you you know, I want you to know this is what happened. He didn't have to get on the on the microphone and say it or nothing. But there's no doubt in your mind that Roman wins. So is he gonna stack three motherfuckers up, pin them all? I hope not, because that buries Ellie not in Randy Orton. I, I don't think so, but I think he wins because I, I think, think he's going he WrestleMania. Unless they're gonna have him face the Rock at WrestleMania. That's the only way that he would lose there, I think. I think he pins AJ Styles because Randy Orton's got too much going on in LA Knight. He's if they let him beat LA Knight again, I think it'll kill LA Knight. I don't really. think it would kill him, but he shouldn't be taking the pin. Not again. I, I think, I think it's gonna be a football finish. A what? It's gonna wind up being. I think it's gonna be a fuck finish. But it's no DQ because you know what? There's more. I know, I know, I know, I know that. No saying, something's gonna happen. It's gonna be a fuck finish. Well, isn't that every Roman match anymore? Eventually, <laughs> it appears. Yeah, all twelve of his matches last year was like that. Well, that means a heel. He should be interfered with. But um, Rampage. It was uh, Mark Briscoe and the Hardys over Kip Sabian, Butcher, and the Blade. Nice to see the Hardys get a win. Yeah, I know, and now Jeff Hardy's getting on online, starting a bunch of shit on social media. So people get on social media and start shit in wrestling. Hmm. Do, you, do you think those two are gonna go be going back to uh, WWE anytime soon? No. It won't surprise me if they go back to TNA or something like that, but I don't think WWE will have them back. And speaking of TNA, I'm kind of curious on who their big signee is that they've been putting over for the past two months. John Cena. It's another rerun tonight. Uh, so they have not had a live show. They've just had a clip show for five straight weeks. So the first show is going to be their pay-per-view. Yeah, as we record, it'll be this Saturday. Yeah. 
There is some tapings in Orlando. What are they belts? What do y'all think about those? Dude, those are some nice belts, man. I like change, man. Yeah, I like the X Division one. I think that one's awesome. That's badass. Yeah, I always like the X Division championship. A social media belt or whatever they call it is, is nice. We'll Digital media, it. right? Yeah. Digital media. Woo, woo, yeah, woo. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> right now it's Tommy Dreamer, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that belt, even though it don't fit him, I mean, it, <laughs> it's it's belt. He's not supposed to keep your pants up. <laughs> he's like... He's like, you can't even work an iPhone and you're the, the digital champion. That's it, digital the media champion. That's yeah. it. I can't remember what it was called. That's all right. Uh, Statlander Nightingale over Kennedy Hardcastle and Notorious Mimi. Notorious Mimi. She was at uh, uh, the Monster Factory. Um, and she was also the opening um, match on the MLW show Kings of the Colossum this weekend that I was at last weekend. And she came out like yelling at us, and I'm like, "Not in those <laughs> pants, honey. I'm, I'm, I'm in." There we go. <laughs> Not yelling at me. I'm good. You can yell all you want. I'm still cheering. Said that to a guy in front of me too. He was like, "Yeah, man." <laughs> and then uh, Wheeler Yuta over Commander, which is what a bad match. Yeah. Um, I think that was probably the match of the night. Those uh, it's pure match, right? Over NJ. Sorry, she yeah. over NJ. Pure, pure rules, right? Yes, I love the pure pure rules. It's different. It's different. Yeah. I I like it here and there. We have something like that at Pro South. It's uh but it's only one rope break and I think it's a twenty count outside is the only difference. Twenty count, I hate the twenty count. I, I agree. Do, yeah, well, I how about how about how about three minutes out there? It doesn't matter anything. You can count as slow as you want. Yeah. <laughs> That's almost like an old time WCW Texas chainsaw match type. Count to three, shit. count to th eleven, <laughs> get a break, right. and then just end it. Knocked out for 10 seconds, and you got to pin him for the three count. And then he's and guess what? We're the only ones in the world that don't like that match. 60 yeah. seconds. You got to wait 60 seconds to start again. <laughs> After that, you have to stand on your feet for 30 seconds. And then you're right. both standing, and it's over. Hand, three, stomach. <laughs> you know. Put it on 350 for two days. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Even Nick Foley likes that match. It's yeah, like, they all like it. You, why? Like, I don't you know. know. It's, it's, a top, it's a top world. 10 Halloween Havoc match. It's number six. Yeah, yes, but look at all the Halloween Havoc matches, though. Yeah, no, it's not good company to be in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Eddie and uh, Dominic, or Eddie and uh, Ray, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. All right, so, um, Collision, we had, um, what does that say? Oh, it says Bobby Allen. That's what it says. Darby Allen and Sting over the Workhorsemen. I wish they do something with the Workhorsemen. I'm a huge fan of them guys. JD Drake, JD, yeah, man, JD he's a tough guy. Man, Don't mess him. with him. <laughs> in a dark bar, he's an he's an about shit motherfucker. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's the dude you want beside you when you go into battle, buddy. Yeah, we're gonna be talking another uh, athletic big man today. That's uh, it's JD Drake. Um, Eddie Kingston over Trent Barreto was probably the match of the night. Um, the kingdom over Brian Keith and Commander, dude. They're starting to use this Brian Keith a lot, man. Yeah, he's good. How about how about he wins one? Mm -hmm. <laughs> now you're asking for too much. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's already on, he's already on the show. What else do you want him to do? Win. And then, <laughs> I mean, Griff Garrison has a better chance of beating Adam Copeland. Oh man. Hey <laughs> I mean, I uh, shout out Maria Canellas. <laughs> I mean, I understand what they're trying to do there, but it was just weird. 
I just don't think it was a place for time just for Griff Garrison after been gone a year and a half. And then uh, Sky Blue over Kira Hogan, good match. Claudio over Andrew Everett. Um, Ever Andrew Everett's been on before, I believe, maybe a year or so ago. He's not a, he's not a bad talent. And FTR over House of Black. That was actually better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Monday Night Raw McIntyre Punk promo. It's probably one of bet one of Drew McIntyre's best promos he's done in years. Watch it. He I already said done. something like, uh, you've been here a month and you're still here or something like that. You know, Roger's still here. I mean, yeah, he's been running yourself out by now. I think that's funny. Bad. <laughs> but uh Drew over Drew and Punk had a damn good promo. Champa over Finn Balor. That surprised me. Um Kofi Kingston and Ludwig Kaiser, WDQ, and then Kaiser almost killed Kingston. Caden Carter, Katana Chance over Chelsea Green, Papa Niven. I miss how Samantha Irvin says Chelsea Chelsea Green. I miss that. I need that back in my life. Uh, Miz over JD Madonna. Um, R Truth, take my money. Anytime he's on Money Not Raw, I freaking love it. Was that when he had that little video skit thing? Yes. He Good Lord, I was dying it. laughing. <laughs> I mean, you tell me why truth I ain't on there more often, man. I like that. Tom and Nick, uh, <laughs> Mysterio, he's like, I've met Nick, I haven't met Tom. <laughs> now, it took me a second. I was like, oh, wait a minute. He split his name <laughs> up. Okay. And then it was trending on Twitter like that night. Yeah, I watched that it. That was the uh, best part. The next morning at work, I was like, Oh man, because they were showing the uh, screenshots of it, and I was like, "Man, I wonder if this is a video or something." I found it, and I was like, "Oh, our truth is the best." That dude. That's pretty <laughs> the, you know, <laughs> the babies. I need more our truth in my life. That was awesome. Uh, Alvaro over Otis, and then Cody Rhodes over Shinsuke Nakamura. What the fuck did I miss? <laughs> you missed the our truth video. Our uh... truth video we're putting over. Oh shit! How long was I like, gone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually had to go take a Not long enough. <laughs> looks like you're looks like you're stalling again. Did you see the picture they had out there? Had judgment day. I think they were at airport or something. And our truth is way in the background, kind of like, <laughs> like photobomb type deal. I love how they just dubbed him in different random pictures. Oh, I did yeah, too. The baby awesome. pictures is what got me. Showed him oh all yeah. Me. I want more our truth. I, I love it. Um, NXT Blair Davenport over Nikita Lyons, Corbin and Breaker over Gallus, uh, Josh Briggs over Ora Minsu, Minsu, Minsa, that's it, Oro Minsa. That's one of the uh, Fatal Four guys, ain't it? And they're right, Brown, yeah. Oh, um, it's yes. a metaphor, metaphor, metaphor. Yeah, metaphor. metaphor. Yeah. Sorry, guys, I thought I was out again, so. <sighs> Metaphor. Thank you, voice. Yeah, the metaphor is really good. I, I like him a lot. Um, D'Angelo and Stacks over OTM. So I want to talk about the girl. She brings a lot to that team, and I, I think that that was very important to that team because they they lost the the one guy that uh, they he used to have three of them in that in that uh, D'Angelo family, and now that they only have the two, and I just didn't think it worked as well. Adriana Rizzo is her name that she's going by, and she's playing that real Italian girl and i think it just brings a lot to the table i i, I like yeah she just she has so much attitude and she has the accent like the new york accent with the italian i mean i love it i love it i think it's well done 
It, it, it definitely helped that that group because they're they're baby faces. You got to keep them baby faces. You know why? Because every mafia movie you see, you rooting for the mafia because they're the, they're the main character. You root for Tony Soprano. You root for uh, you you root for um, Joe Pesci. Why? Because they're the main characters. It's the same thing. You root for the mafia guys. Ray Liotta, shout out. Ray, good good example. Ray Liotta. I mean, I even like The Godfather. I mean, you root for Michael Corleone. I know that's a little young, old for you guys, but he was the main character. <laughs> Why would you root for the cops? <laughs> right. They don't even have names. They don't even have names. <laughs> or do they? No, Tony D'Angelo and Stax, I, I think they they got a good future as long as they keep using them right. And the, the third guy, uh, Cole Carter, shout out. I know we got Mel Maria Canellas, right? But yeah, now he's with uh, Griff Garrison. Yeah, they're they're soon to be kick get their ass kicked, guys. I guess I don't know, but I think we call. I assume he goes back to WWE when his little suspension things up. That was a shame with him for real. It was. That was a big opportunity. Mm-hmm. He's only twenty three years old. Big opportunity. I saw his last match in Pittsburgh uh, before he got called up to NXT. You know, you could tell like that kid has it. Yeah, he <laughs> does know? have, and that was. That, I mean, listen, whatever happened happened. It's just a shame. Yeah. Now you can tell some of these younger guys, they just, you can tell when they have it. I mean, I wish I had my head on my shoulders at that age, like he does. And there's a couple other guys like MGF did when he was 19, 20. That's what I mean. These are kids. Yeah. They're young. I know, man. I don't know what they mm-hmm. I didn't have my head on my shoulders. I was like 32. Heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I say about when these young kids start at work. I'm like, guys, we got to look at this from the big picture. What were you doing at 21? Because I know what I was doing, and it wasn't this. Yeah, I was trying to raise a kid. I was and trying to do nothing. I was just bed. trying to get through the night. Yeah, <laughs> I was in college, barely making it. I was out of college. <laughs> That's what I, But I'm just saying, like, yeah, put yourself in those shoes sometimes. Come on, or you're immature. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mature till I was almost thirty. Myself. I'm not mature yet. I'm forty-seven doing this. Also heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even argue that. Um, GG Dolan and Core Jade. Damn good match. Core Jade wins that one. Axiom and um, Nathan Fraser over Hank and Tank. Um, Axiom and Fraser, I see them winning the whole deal. The Dusty Rhodes Classic. Um, Dragon Lee goes over Lexus King. And then Oba Femi cashes in his opportunity from uh, it's not the money in the bank, but it's they, you know, it's the same idea. Come out and he beats Dragon Lee for to be the new North American champion. Yeah, big push and for him. They're pushing uh, this guy fast. He, yeah, and I liked it. It was different. I didn't expect it. But are you really going to gloss over the uh, Fallon uh, Tiffany Stratton deal? I didn't get to watch all of it. So I didn't. Oh come on, man! She was her farm hand. It was tremendous. Oh, it was, I saw it. I it was so it. bad. It was so bad. It was good. She comes in like a Barbie outfit with a little coat, pink, walking around in shit. Yeah. I mean, that's just good old fashioned uh, entertainment. The E well, in it's WWE. Good they finished the story, too. Yeah. And Fallon Henley was on Busted Open talking about it. It was only for one day. I wouldn't be surprised you see them be a tag team. That's what happened with her and uh, shit. When they, Keanu they James. Were, was he Keanu, Keanu James? James? Yeah. Thank yeah. You, they won. They won the tag titles last year. I see them if they do a women's Dusty Cup, that it be uh, Fallon and Tiffany winning. I do too, and I think Fallon is uh, 
getting over real good, and Tiffany's already there. Yeah. And Keanu James, all three of them, I think, are the future of women's yeah, they're wrestling. Good. They all have very yeah. different looks. All very different look as well. Oh, Keanu James, all time. I don't know which one I like best of the three. You know, just depends on the night, I guess. hey <laughs> you think Roll Tide will be a good saying moving forward since, you know, Saban retired and stuff? Roll Tide. Dude, how about that, man? <laughs> Who saw that coming? 17 oh. years, right? It's this NIL stuff, man, in the draft portal. It is a pain in the ass. Transfer portal, we can go on that forever. I think it's ruining fo- college football, but yeah, it's, it's ruining too bowl. much of a business. Ruining the Bulls, you know? They're, they had a big thing about get rid of them. Nobody wants to play in them. Get rid of them. There's too many. They only cared about there was only there was only the championships that mattered this year. And Ohio State didn't play their quarterback well, going to Syracuse. The lower teams that make bowl games, you notice none of them sit out. They all play them. I'm cool with bowl games, dude. I like football. I don't. I don't agree. But when the the like number five and number six like rest yeah. much people or whatever, I, that's I, bullshit. I don't think the a team of 500 bowls, deserves to be celebrated. Play Notre Dame's quarterback didn't play because he entered the draft. I mean, but why is he entering the draft before the season's over? I just don't understand the system here. Finish the season, then you're allowed to do it. What are we doing if you're not finished? I'm not playing the Super Bowl because I'm going to retire this year. What? It's not the Super Bowl, though. That's just, you know. But it's but if somebody's putting out a lot of money for them to be in these bowls. Someone's putting up a big sponsorship for them to be in these bowls, and people are buying tickets. You should be. I have a feeling after the after what Georgia did to Florida State, because even Georgia was like, "Hey, we ain't resting nobody. Like we're gonna fucking mollywop these." And bowls. what did Florida State do? Rested they twenty-two did. people. Yeah. And even Kirby Smart after the game was like, hey, y'all got to do something about this. Like, this is yeah, bad. Yeah, because, I mean. It makes Florida like, State look like shit. It makes the bowl look like shit. Yeah, like, it did. Do something. It's mm-hmm. bullshit. It's this, I can't believe this is happening. This is allowed to happen. Yeah, something's got to change. I mean, either get rid of all 50 bowl games, because I don't I don't want well, to go to the watch a 16 system. play. So next year you have the 12-team playoff system, so I, that has to change things. Those and then, like, have are... six or seven bowl games. That's it. Man, but the lower teams, you know, they they show out. I like the fact that they actually get an opportunity to play in one. Yeah, like, listen, I, it's money. It's Texas money. They, they're going to keep doing like it. 26,000 people at their little bowl game. And it was a no-shit bowl game, you know. I don't remember which one it was. But they packed out 20-something thousand. Like, that's the most attendance they had at a game. And they blasted uh, whoever they played. And they drank all the stadium's beer by the third quarter, which was funny as fuck. <laughs> now, by the way, you said rule tied. Look what we did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the, the first 30 minutes of Jeff Jarrett's podcast. <laughs> I'm pissed <laughs> off. Don't piss me off, right? <laughs> Boom. Don't me off, beep. All right, dynamite real quick with that hangman over Claudio. Great man. Loved it. Two buckshot lariats. I'm telling you, man, Jacksonville loves him some hangman, dude. That dude. Yep, and that was a good match. How that fun is it good. just to be in Daly's place? Just that small place. I, love I like it. it, man. It just I reminds it. me of AEW. It's just AEW. I hate, the way the, the way the entrance I is. The everything. Oh, I like the setup. I, I like it. It's different. It's Shut close, up, Mike. man. You're real close there. It feels like you're really no, close. I understand there. that, but the way I'm, I just, I didn't like it. You know, I like, liked it because it's back. I it love it. I've like, been there like eight times. I love it. I love going there. It's the, the way they used to do it. Yeah, the way they used to do it was all right, but the way they had it set up this week, I think there just wasn't a lot of people there. Well, I mean, well, it only holds like five thousand. Yeah, but I, I think, think it was, it was like fifty five hundred. I think there was like three thousand there. Yeah, and I it was so. cold, like for Jacksonville. Like, it yeah, I love it that cold. it's outside. You know, it's so cool. Literally, it was cool out there. But it seems like Hangman always does his best in Jacksonville. For real, Daly's place is like his. 
His place. <laughs> his daily place, his place. I like that. But uh he's so he ain't gonna pay for it. He is over <laughs> in Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean him, him I guess was it Brian Cage that we went to? Yes, sir. That was Great fucking ass, awesome. Man, Open the card, and that was the first one with the live crowd since COVID. Yeah, it's the first one. To the sick, to come dude. When you hear those, when you hear that gallop, and the whole crowd just erupted. Oh, I loved it. I love this little. This it feels like he's got an edge to him now. Like he's a little more greedy. He's, he's very more, dirty. And he grabs someone's yeah. beer and drank it. I was he's like, a little more down yeah, and dirty. I that's like old that school hangman right there. <laughs> ever, ever since that match with Swerve, he's kind of turned that up. Yeah, I wish he would he would dive into it a little bit more. Just yeah, he shit. got to see him twice in like the first hour. Mm-hmm. It's like he's growing his beard out or something. Like James was booking this show. Need more hangman. <laughs> Need more hangman. <laughs> and then uh we go from hangman to an eight man hangman to an eight man. Preston Vance, Adam Copeland, Orange Cassidy, and Dustin Rhodes beat Brian Cage. Uh Lance Archer. There we go. Bring Lance Archer in to lose in the eight man for you know what though? Night. And this he's a six the- man tag champ, but then he loses in his like oh, multi man tag. All this was just a tribute to Brody Lee because yeah, obviously like Vance Preston's uh yeah, Vance is a heel. Thing. Okay. And yeah, you're gonna bring you're gonna bring up Anna J too. She's a heel, but they were both not heels tonight. <laughs> like I, you know what I mean? This is all about Brody Lee. Man, it was about Lance Archer out of nowhere. That was the weird part. Just they just I think they were just getting the people in there to, to support Brody Lee. And yeah. Jake the Snake, man, getting physical. I like seeing that. Yes, sir. Don't mind at all. I like Dustin in there. Hook him. Yeah, it was good. It was good. good. He's having a good run this year. Feel good show. And Adam Copeland at Daly's. I was like, yeah, it's hey. weird. <laughs> you know, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I was watching him walk out, and I was like, man, that's a like, who would have saw that a year ago? You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's something we we like. You asked us last year, we would have said hell no, no way. Uh, Guevara over Starks, Anna Jay, Thunder Rosa, Statlander, and Nightingale over Julia Hart, Sky Blue, Soraya, Ruby Soho, Roddy Strong over Brian Keith. There he is again, Brian Keith, baby. Damn good match, too. Yeah, good match. I knew he was losing. <laughs> oh, he's getting the Mark Briscoe love, but he's getting a lot of matches and he's going to be there eventually, I guess. I hope they go ahead and sign him, man. He's... They like him. They like him. I hope I hope, I hope he gets to stick around because I think he's been independent wrestling for a while now. So it's like a LA night. Oh, I've been wrestling for 20 years. Overnight, overnight success story almost. Yep. Eddie Kingston. <laughs> and then Sting and Darby over to Kesta and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. All right. So I don't know yeah, if you guys man. remember about a month ago or two months ago when he said, who's going to be uh, I made a joke that it was going to be the young bucks. Yeah. Oh, so it's your fault for this shit. Sure as shit. Tony Collins. Well, you, Brad. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> well, somebody heard you. But they know what? They're AEW. They're AEW. Well, you know what, though? And if Sting didn't want this match, it wouldn't happen. No, I'm ha- I, listen, I'm just glad they're all upright right now after after what i watched last night mike that's a good point man that's didn't think about that i mean i i'm not a big fan of it i I think i don't i would like something else i don't know what i think i'd rather single match for him they're not doing that that, i'd rather rather see sting versus darby 
Like, Apparently, they don't want to go that direction. But um, I would rather for his last match be a single match. They'll take care of him. They'll make him look good. After that table bump, I'm hoping he's good because he kept saying, my back, my back. I mean, as bad as he looked, Darby looked worse. Darby scares me, man, every time. Freaking And when they threw him and his head hit the ropes? Dude, that was rough. He He landed hard on his arm, man. And his head, like. hit one of them ropes, you'll you'll know how bad that is. Hey, shit whipped himself. He's crazy. He's absolutely crazy. That that double toss, whenever when he hit the rope, could have been bad. It's just because if he would have went, how many just times do we see this? <laughs> every time he wrestles, it's like <laughs> I just don't know. Every time, then he gets up. Like the rope hit him here, and the rope <laughs> would have hit him here, it would have whiplashed him. I mean, yeah. we're talking about inches. But when he went back into the ring, I, were you sure if he wasn't hurt? I, I'm not. Still not sure. I, I still don't know. No, but then he was standing there, and then he looked all right. My buddy, uh, my buddy Jesse, I was on the phone with him. We were watching it, and he's like, "Damn, is he gonna retire with Sting? Cause he's gonna be so beat up too." Like, <laughs> dark he, he's not, he cannot go long term. He cannot, <laughs> not this way. Freaking dude, man! Nine lives, he used them all twice. Yeah, he he's he's pushing. It. <laughs> and then uh, Rick Flair, I love him to death, but he needs to see out of the ring. Yeah, I'm done. That yeah, was a... he's a... it was kind of weird watching him get in the ring. Yeah, and trying to get out, <laughs> yeah. it looked like he was trying to step on ice with roller with roller skates. Right? Yeah. So, then when I mean, he was getting out of the out ring, there. getting out of the ring looked pretty bad too. That's what I'm saying. When he was getting yeah. out of the ring, it looked like he was trying to step on ice with roller skates or something. It was yeah. oh, it was, it was rough, man. I, I just if he wants to be there for Sting support, great, awesome. But. That's all he needs to do. Keep it outside the ring. If somebody goes to the outside, chop them a couple times, you know, do whatever. Get your moves in, but... Man. And what is he going to do after Sting retires? I mean, he's supposed to be Um, there for a year or so. Keep getting them checks. (laughs) That's what he's going to do. He's just going to maybe make a TV appearance here and there and just keep getting them checks. Tell you what, man. Yeah. Well, that's it, man. Good week of wrestling. I know we got... um, the TNA Hard to Kill coming up. Um, Royal Rumble in two weeks as we record. So, um, it's going to be great, man. And I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in Tampa. Hell yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to meeting Haku. Kind of intimidated to shake his hand. <laughs> just be like, hey, we just, you know, just pass it. I don't, want, like, oh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> I don't have health insurance. You know what I'm saying? I don't want like a broken Mommy, hand. Mommy, uncle, uncle. <laughs> It'd be cool to go to the bar with him because he, you know, he's a double tough son of a bitch and be like, oh, you got a problem with me? Mr. Haku, sir? That <laughs> guy, that's my shit. uncle. No, it's not. Yeah, he well, he's my wrestling uncle. <laughs> For real. I'm an ooze. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're we are, we got yeah, we're ooses. Everybody but me. Oh, that's all right. You'll be one day, buddy, when you get when you get grown up. Yeah. <laughs> you can try out like Sammy did, but we all saw how that went. I guess you're just not really that oozy, Brad. <laughs> right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, now you want to feel oozy. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, Adam. And, uh, you know, always, uh, there's a lot of good shit going on in wrestling right now. But you know what else is good? Today's agenda. So, uh, <laughs> I believe we're going to kick it to the voice with no face. Bryant. Uh, 
Show us your face. But what is today's agenda, Brian? Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna show my face. I'm just gonna stay up here in the heavens. Y'all hear it's, that? Oh, what is Big that? Brother is watching. So much fun. We are gonna be covering today two matches from Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, who is a native New Jersey guy, was born in 1961. Uh, had an amazing high school career until realizing wasn't his potential. So he dropped out to for, to uh, make some money, to make an actual living. Uh, did jobs as a bodyguard, uh, a bouncer, and was also a bounty hunter. Because um, let's be honest, if that guy's chasing you, you'll stop. I'm just saying. The dog, the big bad dog. Either stop or run faster. Yeah, yeah you're crazy sure. enough to get a skull tattoo. I yes. mean, there's a guy at Pro South that um he, he goes by the mongrel. He's got shaved head and got the the skull tattoo. Man, I, I God, mighty. So speaking hey. of skull tattoo, we were all talking before, and uh, Brad was out of this conversation. But we decided if we can get five thousand people to follow us, Brad is going to get a skull tattoo. Yeah, we talked yes. about that when you when you went off the screen, Brad. Yeah, yes. five thousand people to follow us where? Everywhere. Um, anywhere. <laughs> on social media. We can add them all up together. If we get five thousand people, he's gonna get a butterfly, uh, butterfly tattoo, not a uh, flames, like a real big, like you know, butterfly thing. <laughs> Love it. You guys are great. Love it. Uh, Bam Bam would start uh, training in 1985 at the Monster Factory under Larry Sharp. Uh, his actual pro debut would be in August uh, at a Studio 54 show promoted by Paul Heyman, uh, who will come back into the story later. Uh, in 86, he would join Memphis uh, before getting his first big break in 1987, joining the WWF. Uh, didn't really have much of a stellar run in his first run. The highlights being the last person on Team Hogan at the Survivor Series and entering the WrestleMania 4 tournament. Uh, he would leave in 88 before joining WCW, uh, getting a U.S. title shot versus Barry Windham in the most random match in Starcade that year. Uh, before eventually going over to Japan, where he would see most of his big-time success over there wrestling for New Japan and All Japan. Uh, he would have a second stint in WWE in 1992, um, highlights being the finalist in the King of the Ring in 1993. Uh, for some people, his rivalry with Doink. <laughs> and then, of course, his true highlight, main eventing WrestleMania 11 with Lawrence Taylor. Um, uh, upon a bad... Damage. He did. Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. Um, after a failed face turn, he would leave and join ECW in 1996, where he would form the Triple Threat with the franchise Shane Douglas and Chris Candido. Uh, he would have some success there, winning multiple championships, the TV title and the world title, uh, eventually leaving upon the usual ECW thing of not being paid and would join WCW. Uh, he would have a stint there in the Jersey triad with DDP and Chris Canyon, uh, winning the WCW tag titles and the hardcore title uh, before disappearing from television for a while. Uh, that would be because in 2000, he would actually be taking time off due to 
receiving second degree burns over 40% of his body as he actually saved three children from a burning house. Um, you, don't hear about that. you don't hear about stuff like that around here anymore. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, he would stick with WCW until its eventual close in 2001, uh, working some indie events after that, mostly through Europe as well in the Northeast. Uh, his last match would be in November of 2006. Uh, and then unfortunately, January of 2007, uh, Bam Bam would pass away uh, at his home in Florida. So I, I just want to add something. I know we're on kind of a time crunch because we have a lot to pack in, but that's what that's what I'm talking about. He saved three. He's you know he's saving lives, and yes, he got into some trouble, and he he got had some uh, substance abuse problems and stuff like that. But he's a good-hearted man, and he did some really good things. And I, I'm honestly on a personal level, uh, one of my my best friend actually, his father um, taught him was his English teacher at in Neptune High School, and this is someone that dropped out of school. And I'm gonna tell you what. He has nothing but good things to say about him. Said he was always a gentleman and always a gentleman to him. So that's good to hear. And a uh, little, little, you know, it's it's funny that you, these connections, you know. But uh, just want to say that that he he is he had some he had some bad times, but he had some, he did some really good things. He had a really good heart. Yeah, it seemed like he. Uh, I was watching. I think the the Rocks TV show and um, the few episodes I watched. It showed Bam Bam in in Tennessee, and they said he was just nothing but a nice, nice guy. I mean, it's just because he just looked so massive, he was hard to approach. But they said he's just one of the nicest, sweetest, gentlest guys you'll ever meet. Yep. So, just wanted to say that. Uh, thanks, thanks for that, Brian. And that's today's agenda. Yay! Hell yeah! <laughs> back to you. Back to you, James. Yes. Can't wait. Uh... I like Bam Bam as a as a wee little James, so I'm down to uh, discuss uh, some matches. And what matches are they? Well, I'm glad you asked, because this first one, it's a doozy. And it is Crusher Bam Bam Bigelow, because that's what he went by in uh, Japan, uh, versus Kenta Kobashi. It is a All Japan Pro Wrestling Superpower Series uh, taping or match. Day 17, for those wondering. Uh, it took place at the Chiba Park Gymnasium in Chiba, Japan. Damn, look, <laughs> look at that. Oh, look at that. That's pretty nice. What looks like a, looks like someplace I should go on Sunday. It was yeah, June right. 5th, 1990. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just look weird the... seeing Bigelow with no tattoos on his head. That's a new body style uh, vehicle on the right there. Yeah, it doesn't mean the picture is from 1990. <laughs> I know. I, as soon as I said it, I'm sorry I did. You can tell which one of us is the car salesman here. Just saying. Hey, uh... <laughs> yep, there's the salon, whoever that is, right there in the middle. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Anyway, oh yeah, it just looks like a nice Nissan Rogue, new body stuff. But yeah. what do I know about Nissans? The cheap hard Shout out to wrestling at a gymnasium in Japan. <laughs> Biba, Japan. Uh, as I said, it took place June 5th, 1990. It had an attendance of 3,350. And it had a match length of 7 <clears throat> minutes and 38 seconds. But, uh, Devin. Oh, no, wait. No Is building. A booth right there on the right? I didn't put a build on here. Well, it says no build in Japanese, but can we do the build in English? <laughs> uh -huh. 
But you do have a bill, don't you, Bryant? Sure, we'll go with it. Where'd the phone booth go? <laughs> Crusher Bam Bam Bigelow, who had actually been a mainstay in New Japan Pro Wrestling, in 1990 would make the transition to All Japan. Upon entering All Japan, he would challenge any one of the top stars of All Japan to prove his worth to the fans. And the first person to actually step up to him would be the one of the uh, pillars of All Japan, Kenta Kobashi. Great. And that's how hey, we got here. James, who are the announcers? Motherfucker. I knew you were going to do first this. First question. First question. And I, uh, I really actually tried to Google this and look it up, but <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Perfect. Adam, do you have any information for us on Kenta Kobashi for the folks at home? That's a negative, Ghost Rider. How about you, Al Bryant? <laughs> Uh, Kenta Kobashi was a mainstay of All Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, considered one of the pillars at the time. Uh, had a great rivalry with Misuharu Misawa and uh, and uh, Kawada as well. Uh, they were considered the three pillars of All Japan at the time. And he was kind of the mainstay and the top star of All Japan. Uh, after uh, a while, he would eventually exodus and fall out and go form Pro Wrestling Noah with Misawa. Um, and then that would be their promotion uh, until his re eventual retirement. Great. Thank you so much for that. Drop <laughs> kick Kabashi. And then another kick uh, knocks Bigelow down. Body slam Bigelow. Kick by Bam Bam. Body slam misses the headbutt. They didn't call it body slam. What'd they call it? Slam a body. I didn't call it anything. I was freaking in Japanese. They <laughs> called it something. What is it in Japanese, Brad? You know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I think I got every move right. Well, we want to hear it in Japanese. Stay, stay tuned. <laughs> Drop kick by Kabashi, very aggressive, misses the elbow. Devin, huh, shit, here we go. Mike, <laughs> he moves so good for a big man, but sells so good for smaller guys. But Kenta's not really a smaller guy. But what makes Kenta such a believable opponent? Um, Because he, he's like the Triple H of New Japan. All Japan. All Japan. That's what I said. Edit. I agree. <laughs> so test of strength goes on for a while. Kicks by Kabashi has the upper hand now, working the arm. Headbutt Bicolo throws Kabashi out of the ring. All right, back to you, Mike. Can you figure out who's the heel or babyface at this point in the match? Not any further, but like early on. Were you confused? Yeah. I and mean, I was for Bam Bam because he was um an American guy. So there it is. Wow. Okay. All <laughs> uh, right. Mean, you go. If you're in the Olympics, you, do you want Japan to win, or do you want you know United States to win? That, that's how I seen it. When, Shout out to our friends over people, Japan. When we go over there, like we got a bunch of other stuff going on. You hear all the time in the arena the crowd and everything else saying USA. What's the difference? You got it. All right. I agree. So, that's not that's not a bad bad one. All right, so yeah, Kabashi boom bam bam. So he's uh you know he's right. Kabashi punching Big Bigelow on the ground looks like a MMA fight. James, did you think that had like a, a MMA MMA fight feel, like a big fight feel? I did. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. It seems like uh, well, this is more of a crowd uh, thing, but yeah, when they go to the ground, uh, you kind of see the crowd kind of liven up a little bit. But this is a Japan crowd, and it's. Weird that they're like notoriously quiet, you know. It just trips me out. Like, 
because in, in america or you know anywhere else really you go down the ground start doing that stuff you know usually the crowd get a little bit like screaming but here it's just like you know quiet and clapping until later on in the match obviously yeah it, they are a different crowd it is a little tough for me to watch uh japan uh J in a japanese venue uh it's just it's an adjustment for me even with the wrestlers that i know so I do watch it. It's just, it's a, definitely a different feel. And it was a truly a different feel even for COVID after COVID because it's still, they, they, I mean, Japanese kept a COVID thing going on for a lot longer than we did and still wear masks as far oh, as yeah, I see. They're real, uh, Japan's real like uh, clean, cleanliness and all that stuff. Like they're real big on that. And China they'll, was, they'll China arrest was, you for like spitting on the street and shit like that. Yeah. China, they were wearing masks before COVID. I mean, it's, it's a thing. Um, so it's, it's a different culture for sure. Kabashi chants, Bigelow talking shit, puts his hand out, ca catches Kabashi's leg, headbutt from Bigelow to the lower extremities. Now we know who the heel is. Now onto the legs. <laughs> Bigelow really working the leg. Adam, do you like this style of wrestling? Oh, hell yeah. It's classic <laughs> Japanese. Work a body part, man. Kabashi fighting back, but Bigelow gets control back. Then a suplex cover kick out. Bigelow yelling his own name, which I thought was pretty fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, back to you, James. Uh, this was actually for Devin, but I think it's your thing because it's talking about the crowd. Do you think the crowd is intimidated by a guy like Bigelow? Uh, probably. I mean, you know, not to get to the... I'll just put it this way. He's probably a lot taller than a lot of the population in Japan. Mm -hmm. Obviously bigger because, uh, you know, they eat, like, healthier. And so to see, like, a big guy like that, you know... I mean, I know they have sumos and shit, but, yeah, to see a tall, like, big-ass dude like that... It probably is uh, intimidating, and, you know, back to what, you know, Mike was kind of saying, they are booing him. Like, when he walks out, they're booing him. And, yeah. But, man, he could move, too. Uh, yeah, he could. He definitely could. Cool stuff. Roundhouse kick by Kabashi. Looked absolutely great. Splash in the corner by Bigelow. He's just too much, right, Mike? I mean, he's just too much of a man for this, uh, Kabashi, isn't he? He seems like it. I mean, he's, because, like you said, I mean, he's a big guy, so... Bigelow misses a splash, suplex by Kabashi. Cover, kick out at two. Kabashi kick. Double drop drop kick to Bigelow off the top rope. Just freaking fantastic. Small package, kick out. Body slam-ish. <laughs> Kabashi. <laughs> um, but then misses the moonsault off the top rope. Body slam by Bigelow. Then the running splash into the one, two, three, pin. Not a long match, but I think they got all their stuff in. It was actually... Very fast paced. That um, fucking backflip off the top, man. Woo. Yeah. And then just to like land like just straight on, you know, the front of your body. Like, you know, not a flat back bump type thing, but just to land like face first. Yeah. I, I, I applaud. I, I applaud uh, you know, the wrestlers that do that shit because that has it to be. It was definitely a good match. So the I've thing never is seen it before I liked it. So the thing is, is like we're, we're talking about two we're, the second match we talk about, we're not gonna say what it is yet, but Two very different matches, two very different points in Bigelow's career, obviously. This shows his athleticism a lot more than the second match. But mm -hmm. it's just so amazing how a guy like this can move. I mean, I can't move like this. I'm 160 pounds. You know what you know I mean? But yeah, like, he's heel, heel in this match and, you know, a little bit different in the next match. But How yeah. does a guy, like, he's obviously overweight, right? I mean, we can say that, he's, but he's so athletic. It's just amazing. You didn't ask me who the referee was. Hey, uh, Adam, who's the referee? It's Red Shoes Uno. Oh, it is Red Shoes. And Red Shoes is still around today, right? Yeah, he was back in all Japan back then. I can't believe I forgot about the referee, Adam. Okay. Well, you know what happened last week when I asked you about the referee? 
Yeah, I was. I was yeah, don't know, don't care. I'm pretty sure that. I mean, I, you might, I might have added the don't care, but that's how it sounded. Then he I said it like right when we got done with the match. He was like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, referee was this guy. <laughs> you know, and then he talks about Charlotte Flair not being on the list, you know, again. And... <laughs> so everybody forgets about the referee until they need us. Boom. So, anyway, that's the match, guys. Of course, we have another one that we're going to do about the same length, really. But uh, back to you, James. She's a. Hey, oh. Same length. Uh, hey, good, uh, <laughs> good match. Good everything. I dug it. So, uh, I guess we're going to go to Devin next. So, uh, Come on, man. Sam, live, Sammy, Guevara, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. San Francisco 49ers. Another edition of No Eric. <laughs> Eric is amazing. <laughs> Eric is awesome. Eric is great. <laughs> How about we just have Mike book WrestleMania, James? What do you think? Sammy Guevara was back in Daly's place. Yes. Where he got ran over by a golf cart one time. Another edition of No we couldn't decide on a rumble to do this weekend. We have a great match ahead of all right. We we know we know Devin. Yeah. I Man, think we yeah. should just let Mike book WrestleMania. So we, Mike. We we asked which one rumble to do, and all five of us gave five different answers. <laughs> That's so true. No, you're a crew. <laughs> <laughs> right. But all right. Uh, a friend of the show, Bober, had a idea about all of us booking WrestleMania. So uh it's Mike's turn. So, Mike, uh, what's your, uh, your two-day card look like? All right, my two-day card. Night one, first match. I got Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus <laughs> Bronson Reed and Ivar for the Raw Tag Team title. He is willing it into existence. <laughs> what's this tag team? They don't even exist yet. He's got them in WrestleMania. Go over the... <laughs> First match, first, like, first match, first day, legit opening WrestleMania. <laughs> That's right. Fantastic. Boston <laughs> Reed and Alvar, I'm down for that. I think they would make a kick-ass tag. We've heard. We've heard. <laughs> and it's where the Reed has it. No. Then I got Bailey versus EO Sky. For the women's championship, I got Escobar and his people, whoever the fuck they are, versus Rey Mysterio in in the LWO with Zelina on a pole match. Hey, uh... <laughs> well, don't get it that way. Whoever wins gets her contract, and she's their new manager. All right. Uh, hey, listen, I love the creativity at the very least. None of it's going to happen, but I love the creativity. And then, you know, I know they're kind of friends right now. They're good, but I think something's going to happen. So I'm going to put Austin Theory versus Grayson Waller in an Inferno match. Get rid of that. <laughs> you just keep adding one gimmick in it up, baby. Nonsense. Yeah, right. It's WrestleMania. We got to do something. For the That's US. a good idea with them being one-on-one, but you lost with the Inferno match. Just gimmick yeah, it well, up, WrestleMania, baby. Is this DNA or is this WrestleMania? <laughs> For the Vince U.S. Russo struck again. <laughs> Damn right. Well, he has to be some part of it. You know, he keeps saying he's behind the scenes creative. So, U.S. title. I got Logan Paul versus Montez Ford. 
think that would be a badass match. For the women's tag team title, I got Katrina Chance and Caden Carter. Yeah. yeah. Carter, and, let's go Carter and Chance. Easier. Yeah. Versus Becky and Belair. The Hashtag. first prince. Huh? The Fresh Prince oh, of Bel Air? Yeah. Oh, Bianca. Bianca. Oh. Bianca. Becky Lynch, Bianca Miller, yeah. Yeah. Talk about life flip turned upside down. I'm just saying. I mean, so I'm they, curious who you have Aria against them. Yep. Yeah. He's curious too. And then <laughs> in one of our special matches, it's going to be a buried alive match because these two people. <laughs> Another <always> gimmick. <laughs> bury each other. I'm going to have. Pat McAbee versus Corey Graves. Ah, ah. Mm. In a buried alive match. Two Yinzers, two Yinzers in a buried alive match. And then in a very special match, we're going to have Randy Orton come out there, challenge anybody to come out there and face him because he has to be on WrestleMania. And who's going to come out? Sasha Banks. MJF. What the fuck is going on? I'm gonna tell you right now, this ain't gonna happen, but I want to watch it. Is this Herb Abrams? You doing okay? Hey, who's booking it? Honestly, I was paying for it. Listen, I want to watch it. Can we watch it? Sounds like Herb Abrams and the eight ball is booking this. Mike is giving us his WrestleMania. I love it. Okay. Okay. And then I'm gonna have for the main event. Night one, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Wow, you're really swerving me, bro. I'm going there. It's again. <laughs> Damn right. Night two, we got Jimmy Uso versus Jay Uso. Last Me? man. I knew you were going to do something. <laughs> Another gimmick. Damn that, right. That wouldn't be bad for them to, though, because... I don't care. They have something going on with it. I just don't care about the Usos facing each other. I'm sorry. But I believe you. That's the only one that's counted so far, except for last man standing. Kiara Sane and Asuka versus Becky and Bianca Belair. Again? Again? Because they're going to be pissed off and they're going to challenge for him. And <laughs> Becky and them is be like, well, we're badasses, so we're wrestling two nights in a row. Boom. There you go. But you got to have Boom. this one gimmicked up because, you know, you're, if you're if they're in a match yeah, again, you got to give it a panty, a bra panties match or anything like that or what? For the tag titles. Okay. That's the gimmick. <laughs> yeah. That's the gimmick. I'm going to have Gunther putting his IC title on the line against Braun Breaker. Mm. Okay. I wouldn't be mad at that. For the SmackDown tag team titles, Finn Balor, Damian Priest versus the Phenomenal. AJ Styles and yeah, L A Knight. 
<laughs> Team TNA. They're done. Then I'm going to have Dom Dom Mysterio in a false count anywhere match <laughs> against Shane McMahon. <laughs> what? My WrestleMania. You're not even with the company anymore. <laughs> did I did I bitch at your thing? What do you mean no. not with the Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> okay. Can we go back to the video. Dude, this is yeah, gonna be fucking Mike's WrestleMania's are both gonna be eight hours each with all these fucking gimmick matches. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can get your money's worth if you're going. You're welcome, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> then where am I? Then I have for the women's world tire title, Rhea Ripley versus Jade Cargo. Okay. Okay. And then our very special match, not the main event, special match. <laughs> Is that what it's called? The special match? Yep. We're gonna have The Rock, John Cena teaming up. The face solo and Jacob Batu. You almost took my idea. And then in the main event, of course, we're gonna have Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes, Paul Heyman in a shark cage. <laughs> the winner gets the title and Paul Heyman. Wait, so we could potentially have Cody two belts? Is that what you're saying? No, wait, we're going to unify these titles CM again? Punk. No, CM Punk. But did I say Cody? I meant you said Cody. Okay. Roman versus CM Punk. And a shark cage. And Paul Heyman's service is on the line. I'm going it's home. I have never wanted to will a show into existence more <laughs> than this one right now. I know. It is so Listen, funny. I did this. Like, I think you found your Saturday. talent, Mike. I, I <laughs> did three o'clock after I drank like a 12-pack and a half, and I'm like, yes, it's keep on going. Build builds and book in WrestleMania. That's Mike. What in the what in the Herb Abrams Vince Russo? Who did we just witness right here? And Mike doesn't even like him. <laughs> can I can I ask Mike a question now? I got <laughs> Go a question. for it. <laughs> You just said you drank a 12-pack and a half. Why don't you just buy an 18-pack? I was – well, yeah, but I'm saying I had 24 in there. And – I said Georgia Steiner, man. I was booking WrestleMania. I was booking <laughs> WrestleMania. I said, man, this got to be good. Because if I'm <laughs> going to go to WrestleMania and spend like five grand or whatever it is damn Brad spent to go to WrestleMania – what am well, I that's, what pay, that's what I'll take. <laughs> I like how Mike was like, man, it's got to be good. I'm going to go the opposite way. <laughs> I'm just saying. It will be a draw. Let's book it. All right. Well, thanks, Mike. Triple H, hey, Triple H listens to this show. He called me the other day. He listens to this show. This is the second time you've mentioned Triple H in the show. I, so think, he watches, uh, I think he watches on Watch Premiere on YouTube. I yes. think he does, too. And you I mean, can also watch us watching on there. I'll tell you that. Let's see how many of those matches are on WrestleMania. <laughs> All right. Just saying, Maybe I mean, one. What are you drinking now, James? Oh, the cold, refreshing taste of natural light. Oh, so natural we're off the, we're off the, we're off the picky out stuff. 
it was only one left in the fridge. <laughs> so, you know, I just wanted to open it with a Stella. But, you know, because here's the thing, Brad. I tried to switch it up, but hey, why don't I just stay with what's natural? Natural life. Fuck, Brad, doing push-ups on the show? Oh, those no, are what dips. Doing. Thanks, dips. <laughs> what, are so what, do you want, what do you guys want to do now? James, you want to do your spirit? I don't want to do match two without Devin, do we? Do you? Well, we can. So, what better way than to, you know, let me uh, scroll down. Spirits. Well, hey, I want to, you know, uh, mention a uh, shout out to the Cowboys. Uh, We're live, right. now. Is that oh, the first shit. time you've read it? Is that no. the first time I was no. going to say? No way. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just want to see what your reaction would be. But no, hey, uh, you know, it's good to be home. And uh, the Cowboys have, uh, you know, definitely won uh, all their home games this season. But hey, you know, it's not about that. But I guess it is. Whatever. Anyway, like last week, uh, you know, when I mentioned like uh, the sun will come out, you know, uh, shout out to the Beatles because here comes the sun. And I say, it's all right. George Harrison song, too. Shout out to him, you know, the silent Beatle. But yeah, uh, you know, it's all about showing up, uh, taking care of business. You know, uh, when you have a home game, you're supposed to show up in TCOB and you have that home crowd behind you. So hopefully football was good this weekend, but let's <laughs> talk about sports because we're like two weeks, you know, by the time this airs, it's old hat. You know, they're probably fired McCarthy by now. <laughs> Maybe they got Belichick though, huh? Oh, he's going to Atlanta. Should go wherever Tom Brady goes. <laughs> well, he goes to Atlanta if uh, Kirby Smart don't go to Atlanta. Shout out. Boy, howdy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, not a lot going on this week. Uh, just, uh, you know, L-I-V-I-N. And I uh, hope everybody else out there is L-I-V-I-N also. I uh, want to give a shout out to the fans and the friends and the guys I do the podcast with because uh don't really have a lot of free time, it feels like. But this is my free time and I fucking dig it. And I love uh, being a smartass, as uh, obviously everybody knows by now. Uh, you know. Don't ever, don't ever take too much of what I say seriously because you'll know when I'm serious. And this is usually my serious segment. But hey, why not cut up and have a little fun? You know, because the tomorrow will be the rise of the sun. Do 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 do. But uh, yeah, shout out to the Beatles. Support uh the Beatles. <laughs> they they desperately need it. Yeah, right. But uh, what you got, Adam? What was that? I have the match. I have the uh, build up. If y'all go ahead and start it, oh, that's fine. The mask is the spirit of your team losing. Is that what I wrote? <laughs> uh, spirit of sixteen straight home wins. But what happened this week? <laughs> that's right. Not like that's you right. set me up on that one. <laughs> I know. Because the thing is, it's over at this point. And, you know, everybody knows we do this a week ahead of time, and it's like sometimes we sound like idiots. Sometimes we sound like geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Mostly idiots, though. <laughs> Yeah, so did you guys enjoy the rumble, huh? Good stuff, right? I can't believe yeah. insert name here. I can't believe they won. <laughs> but no, we do want to tape in advance, and it does get a little tricky talking about uh sports and you know this week in wrestling sometimes is uh two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, that week in is, wrestling. But just I keep like in it mind, 
Yeah. I like it because, you know, keeps me up to date. Yeah. Just keep in mind, there's five of us, six of us, uh, really. And uh, it's hard to get us all together on the same night. So as you can <laughs> see, so we, we try to keep it consistent. <laughs> and I like, uh, you know, I like it. This is uh, one of, I've said it a million times. I'll say it again. I look forward to this. Obviously, like the 30 minutes before we start, I'm kind of like a little nervous. Uh, and then behind the scenes, uh takes me a little while to start the episode because, uh, you know, but once you start, man, you just got to keep going, baby. Show up. Uh, if you step up to the plate, you better swing. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So, hey, I think. Don't Ryan I Howard. Think hitting, I think we're hitting good right now. What's up, Mike? Look, look on the bright side. It's, it's been like, what, two weeks and you've been on time? See, that's a, I can make a Goldberg streak out of it, right, Mike? You know, yeah, boom. Yeah. Talk um, about Triple H, I'll talk about, you know, Goldberg. Shout out Triple H. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, Uh, you know, hope everybody has a good week. Uh, keep keep on keeping on. And as always, you know, if you need a, if you need a friend, just turn on your show. It ain't our show, it's your show. So, you know, if you uh, if you need to ease your mind, that's what we're here for. He's logging on right now, guys. Yeah, shout out to Devin for saying we're going to start at 9. We started at 8, <laughs> and it's 9.30 anyway. There you go. <laughs> hey, guys. But that's but I- the spirit of whatever. <laughs> but what's that with match two? Are we going uh, to match two? Well, you could, do the, you could do the opening. Might as well. And what match is that? Boy, I hope y'all are ready because this one... It is also a doozy. It is Bam Bam Bigelow versus Shane Douglas for the ECW Heavyweight uh, Championship. Wait a minute. That picture is not from the show we're watching. Definitely not. That's from no, a it is not. Later. Yeah, no, it is not. Busted. Definitely in Pittsburgh, huh? Yeah. Anyway, it's a place <laughs> on ECW. Who's <laughs> wearing the same uniform, though? Great. Why does it look like right. a cheap Triple H ripoff? Well, because he's a cheap Triple him. H ripoff. He's, Triple H is he, a cheap he, ripoff. Boom, Russell. Hey. He, he knew what Triple H was going to become. He tried to follow in his footsteps, and we see yeah. that. He was terrorizing me, uh, you know, a lot <laughs> in the mid 2000s. <laughs> Anyway, James. Well, I thought we had a special visitor chiming in. But I guess not. <laughs> what do you know? It's it took place on ECW Hardcore TV. From the, uh, oh, wait a second. Baby, TikTok, TikTok. So what was the capacity of this show? Yeah. Wait, let's hear it. Well, where was it? It was at the Lost Battalion Hall in Queens, New York. Big fan of that place. Big, big fan. Air conditioners. For some reason, this guy on the end here doesn't get one. <laughs> right. And, and this, a few of them don't get them, but some yeah, of them right next real. to each other do. And all the top ones do except for one. Burn, motherfucker. Oh, you know? Nice flowers. Caged in. Sweet ass statue out front too. It looks I'm like a place you. where you'd watch wrestling, huh, guys? What are we talking nope. about? <laughs> it looks like a city hall or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Ah, we're going to the wrestling <laughs> show. Where? Well, right, right after I get, uh, you know, go to jail. Who decides on which way the statue? Who decides which way it's looking when they build it? Let me tell you something. Who 
put something there like that? Isn't that in the way? It's definitely in the way. <laughs> Why would you not have it face forward, though? Why are you having it turned to the left? Well, he's looking. He's looking at something. Because what if you have a mass amount that. of people, mass amount of people going in and mass amount of people coming out, and you know somebody's going to go in, like trying to get on the left side of that statue while people are going out, and this is going to cause a traffic jam. Yeah, I guess that's right. Logistics. <laughs> got to think about logistics. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that nice is building. the Italian Hall. This was taped on October 16th, 1997, but it aired in October 25th, 1997. It had an attendance of 900, and it had a match length of 6 minutes and 50 seconds. But, Devin, how did we get here? Welcome, to the welcome, Devin. Hello, hello, it is me, it is me, it is Devin <laughs> D-19. <laughs> I am back that? again, ready to tell you what this buildup is. <laughs> so to start the show, Joey Styles introduced the new ECW champion. Shane Douglas and his valet, Francine, came down to the ring. Francine. Uh, Shane and Francine immediately got a huge ovation, actually. I thought the crowd seemed pretty hot for these two. But oh, then God. Shane had to prove that he was a heel and just started tearing apart Queens. Uh, and then he said that he's going to introduce someone who hates Queens almost as much as him and introduce ravishing Rick Root. About a month before this, Rick Rude was in the WWF with the Montreal Screwjob. And uh, the fans were letting him hear that because they started chanting, UF China, like pretty hard. They didn't say yeah, They did. <laughs> and it was loud. Yeah. I was going to ask about that. I was like, man, are they really saying that? Yeah. That's, that's that crowd, brother. <laughs> let me tell you. Rick Rude is the king of brand jumps, man, because he went from WWF. ECW, then WCW within like a week of each other. It wasn't. He was on Nitro and Raw the same week. Yeah, yeah. One with a beard, one without. Yeah, wasn't wasn't that time Triple H and China were together? Yeah. Or did something happen? I mean, Brian. I mean, did something happen? Was there a storm? Like, I I didn't. Ninety-seven. They were one hundred percent together. We should have a Triple H counter in the corner. I mean, my man is what happened. Anyway, Devin. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, well, Shane Douglas, to get the crowd kind of stopped talking about China, he said something about Rick Rude spending the night with Francine to help get his uh to help get Shane Douglas's get on Shane Douglas's good side, I guess. Shout out. Well, then the crowd started chanting, "She has herpes." Fine. <laughs> Take they changed the their chant. <laughs> they changed their chant to "Show your tits." Again, Francine, good. Exactly. She faked like she was going to, and then it, when she didn't actually do it, the crowd, they were hot. They uh, they started booing pretty loud. And then they started chanting silicone, and it was, it was all good. Definitely easy. <laughs> they're definitely atmosphere. good. They're definitely good. They're all good. And, and nowadays, Shane Douglas got pissed off. <laughs> well, Shane Douglas was clearly pissed off because he told the whole crowd to shut the fuck up. Oh, well, that worked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, then Rick Rude, he uh, he told Sean, Shane Douglas that he found him a worthy opponent here tonight, someone that is definitely going to make it his his uh make it worthy, and he said this man ran rough shot through the WWF, and then Shane Douglas thought it was the boy toy Shawn Michaels, so he, he started going nuts, and then Rick Rude said it's not the boy toy, but this guy ran through WCW. He had his way with Japan and Asia. 
And he's a man that needs absolutely no introduction. And Bam Bam's music started. All right. So I watched a little bit of this before as well. And uh, all I got to say is Francine, Francine, Francine. Francine. My goodness, man. Anyway, uh, she still looks good too. Devin, why is it a ring? Yeah, she does. Why is it ring? We'll get get there. We'll get there. Okay. Um, Rick Rude, uh, why isn't he wrestling him, uh, Devin? Uh, Rick Rude is currently out with the Lloyds of London contract where he can't wrestle and pretty much gets paid by his insurance company for it. How about this uh, Bam Bam Bigelow entrance, Mike? I mean, did he knock somebody over or was it just me? Uh, he pushed somebody. I mean, he kind of <laughs> was struggling pretty hard, too. I mean, for, that was like, you know, a big guy pushing me. I would be flipping around everywhere. So right back at you, Devin. Who do we have in this ring? So uh, there's there's a lot of people. So obviously we know Bam Bam, Rick Rude, Shane Douglas, and Francine. And then Chris Candido and his woman came running down to show uh, – his support behind Shane Douglas, the current ECW champion. What woman? I I don't know her name. Sunny. Was it? I yeah, couldn't tell. That's Sunny. I can't believe you didn't I know could, that. Oh my god. I couldn't tell in Joey Styles. Maybe you were leaving name. that out because of her recent activity. <laughs> but no, that is Sunny. I mean, she does look a lot different now than she does then, but I mean most of us do. Yeah, I don't look too good. <laughs> So I was funny that it was sunny, but not a hard. There's a show Michael's hard, put away wet. All right, so I gotta talk about something. Adam, they cut to a like I can't even I just heard what you said. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but I've been in the same jail as Sonny. I don't see that being a good thing if you unless you were in there at the same time and it was some kind of uh same time, like some kind of field trip. You know? Yeah, I know. I'm saying. Trip. Didn't think that's where that was going. <laughs> no, I'm not. I have my list. I mean, I was in that same jail. Field trip. Same boys and girls. This is former. Oh, boy. <laughs> and Mike Whitaker from the kickout crew. <laughs> Adam, can you explain to me? Can you explain to me why they cut to a video package after this? Because they just want to go on a field trip. <laughs> it was just such an odd placement for a video package after they already got everybody in the ring, didn't you think? Well, it's almost like WWE, you know, whenever they, uh, I think they did it this past Monday Night Raw, they brought one of the women out or something and then did a backstage segment, like a backstage interview, then went back to the ring and then introduced the next person to start the match. After oh, okay. a commercial break, it's weird. I guess it just looked so like amateurish that it it just threw me a little bit, but it was still good. I, I enjoy you the notice, amateur. I don't, I don't think they had a hard cam either. There was always a uh, moving camera. I don't think they had a designated hard cam. I can't even imagine what this was like, like before that. they all went out. I really can't even imagine how disorganized this nonsense probably really was. But Who I, even I, I like was going to wrestle that night. You don't even know. I, I liked it not having like a Pacific hard cam and going. In different areas, I, I like for me personally, I like it. I know you like the hard cam. It made it different. Damn. I mean, it made it more like I don't want to say less professional, but it made it different. Like real. There you go. There you go. Minimal real. There you go. Really, James, who, like who are the announcers? Well, it's funny that you uh, use plural there. 
because uh oh my god it's joey styles very very good young man bam bam bigelow aggressive early splash in the corner bigelow manhandling shane douglas throwing him around chokes landed douglas now douglas slugging bigelow mike bigelow's known for um his head tattoo can you remind everyone at home how many tattoos you have uh 16 16 and one on your what lower back <laughs> on your tongue, right you have one on your tongue right let me create two on my ass because I, I got one on each cheek that's nice so <laughs> bam bam drops shane, drop shane douglas on the top rope another press slam but bigelow throws douglas out of the ring Devin, does bam bam bigelow pull off the baby face persona here i think he absolutely does this is kind of close to Asbury Park, New Jersey. So uh, the crowds hop for him, and he's taking it to the heel here. He's definitely being a baby face. You like his attire? I love it. I have a figure of this somewhere in the house. It came with uh, the ECW title that I have right here on Darby Allen. Nice. So it came with that Mark title, but you don't ECW have the title. figure with the title? So I had him up on display in my basement and like he got my house shook just a little bit and he fell off and broke his arm and leg. So he's in pieces, but I have him. My really house appreciate... is a rocking, don't come a knocking. I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> Bigelow throws Doug Douglas back in the ring. Adam, who's the referee? That is ECW referee John Finnegan. And Adam, do you prefer this version of Sonny or Francine better? And. Uh... 1A, 1B. I'm yes. My answer is yes. Yes, I prefer them. I, I mean, I prefer this version of Sonny, but I'm not going to I'm not gonna be mad if I just bump into Francine. No, right. I'm not mad at all. James, uh, tell me about the crowd and the, how the crowd's reacting to everything going on. Uh, well, uh, you know, like we were mentioning earlier, the crowd is uh, very live. And, of course, the ECW crowd is always, uh, you know, pretty live, pretty into it, engaged. Like uh, we were talking about with, uh, you know, you and your son at the MLW thing. Uh crowds are engaged and it's a uh, very close so i think due to the closeness they're like even more engaged because they kind of feel like they're part of the show high crossbody kick out uh bigelow but um headbutt to the lower extremities of by douglas now in control now douglas is now in control suplex by douglas uh but bam bam with the cover i thought that me right, sorry get a big suplex by shane douglas but bam bam with the cover wasn't that odd to you mike with him doing the cover? So, Bam Bam does the cover, but he wasn't the one that did the move. Well, I mean, yeah, but... it. What happens if you suplex him? Are what you about the other buddy? What? No, if you try to suplex Bam Bam. He's a yeah. big guy. It's going to wear you out. So, you're saying he might have got the worst of it? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that's a, man, he's been selling a fantastic his answer, Mike, honestly. He's been, yeah, he's really been thrown outside a couple of times, and then... If you watch the actual suplex, it looks like the timing was off, and Shane did Douglas did ninety percent of the work. He yeah, powered. He, it looked like he powered yeah, him big up. His legs a little bit and kind of, you know, it I like said he that. powered him up, and it probably took more out of Shane Douglas because he's a smaller guy. And Bam Bam just since he was still fairly fresh, he decided he he had more energy to make the cover. You really don't see it in that in that order, though, do you? No. Good call, Brad. Shout out to that Moose Johnson jersey in New York, huh? <laughs> low, low kick by Shane Douglas, now raking the face of Bigelow. Devin, what does Rick Rude add for you in this match? 
Uh, not much other than presence. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it was a great thing early, but then it kind of just whatever. Hey, throw yeah. some fingers though. They they blurred out, which I thought was funny. I don't feel like his heart's in this. Where'd Sonny oh. go? That's who I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Chops by Douglas. Woo! But only pissing off Bigelow. Rude awakening by Bigelow. Adam, explain the move and why he did it. Dude, it's a reverse net breaker, and he did it just for Rick Rude being out there. I mean, it's he, he grabs him by the head and the neck, spins, and it's the reverse net breaker. And yeah. does real nice to me. It was good. Two count, um, two or wait, uh, yeah, no, didn't pin him. no, no pin. Two count, but then Douglas, he got he let Douglas up. Yeah. Diving headbutt by Bigelow. James, how do you feel about not going for the win there? Or is it just part of the persona? What do you think? I uh I believe since you're the uh like special guest uh competitor, you know, type of thing, I think you gotta go for the win because this is also a title match. So why are you in the title match if you don't go for the belt, you know? Just showing his dominance, maybe. I, I mean, obviously, that's what he was doing, but yeah. You know I how agree. to show your dominance? Pin the motherfucker and hold up the belt. I always feel like if this happens, you're going to lose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And But, however, Bigelow misses the diving headbutt, but he counters the suplex with a DDT and then a powerbomb. Cover. One, two, three. It was, it was an absolutely dominating performance. The crowd loves it. The heels are all bitching, which is... Uh, such a nice touch. We're going to shout out to Francine again. Uh, <laughs> Root announcing the winner. ECW always with so many um, shenanigans, theatrics. And yet, and this was his first, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow's first major championship. Anybody have anything to add uh, that they would like to add to it? Wow, wow, wow. You know, when they do the screen thing. Okay. Was, oh, that was, was cool. And then like a wow. You know, guitar. I, I really had fun though. Um, I know these weren't long matches, that's why I was okay doing two. Uh, I, I, I do like Bambi Big Low. I don't think I appreciated him as much when I was younger, uh, that I do now. Um, would you guys like to do that? Listen, hey, what's up, girl? <laughs> and she is Philly through and through. Autograph, yeah. baby. <laughs> Man, you can still get those anyway. Um, I think they were giving away one at the Josh Odom trip uh, did, show. Did you say she's been through Philly? Huh? What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? Asshole. She is from Philly, and she, by the way, she she got she read an ad, and that's how she got this job. Even though I don't know what you said, and you're just making fun of me now. Ooh, yeah, I can't wait for you to hear that one back. <laughs> she's Philly through and through, is what he said. She's <laughs> running through Philly. That's what Mike asked. <laughs> so, listener questions. Uh, ben she's, Jones. The original, yeah. she's the original Philly cheesesteak. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Should Bam Bam have been brought into the WWE initially as a heel to work against Hogan, given Andre's decline in health at the time? Good Who idea. That Who asked that? Ben Jones. Ben Jones. Good uh, question. It is a good question, because he was brought in as a baby face, which I always thought was odd. Yeah. I think he could have worked. I, mean, I, I just he, don't understand why he, he would be a babyface ever. It could definitely work. We know nobody was beating Hogan at the time, right? Well, but, but right. I think, yeah, I think uh, bringing him in as a heel maybe could have uh, prolonged a little bit more of uh, the Hogan thing. Not much. I mean, you know, maybe a year. But, yeah, I would have debuted him as a heel and then worked with Hogan and maybe turned face later. 
like yeah, boss I, man boss man i don't understand style. how you got a guy has flames on his head and it looks like that is not a heel coming in i don't understand what do you think devin um i really don't know how he yeah, debuted young. that's right in the you were wwf we were negative but... 74 hey <laughs> i always with, enjoyed with man, man. he'd be uh, a character baby cool face game, after a while yeah you come a baby face you gotta start this guy's a heel yeah, yeah. that was be a, a heel and then you know turn baby so uh matt m wants to know and he's got two questions do you agree that Bam Bam's ring gear is fire? Hey! <laughs> Second, which member of the KOC can do the best cartwheel? <laughs> Let me get it. I can do one looking like Bam Bam with a gut out and all that stuff. I, know, I, I can't extend my legs straight like that. You know what I'm saying? There may be a little bit like a cartwheel. He's funny. I can't do one. I, I, I took gymnastics when I was a kid. I sure as hell can't do one now. I try to do one the other day, and I keep my daughter in the forehead. <laughs> so then that's a no, right? All right. The CBS um, doesn't listen to this. Yeah. Uh, my wife is- coaches cheer. She taught me a cartwheel a long time ago. I can so Devin is the answer to that question. Yep. You still do it? All right, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see it on X. You have to practice with Erica all the time. I'll do it during a match one night. <laughs> yes. and everything. So RJ, uh, reffing it up with Brian Hebner, RJ, friend of the show. Yeah, RJ. Yeah, big shout out, man. He's given us a lot of support lately. He is. If one and only one of you had to take the diving headbutt or moonsault from Bam Bam, who would take them and why? Devin. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Toxic thought one on that one, I guess, huh? I'm putting Brad on there. Yeah, I knew it was going to be. I really thought you were going to say That's true. <laughs> yeah, Brad can take a kendo stick, so he can yeah, take a head. Kendo stick, he can take a head, but off the top. Very true. And... Yeah, I'm I sure the head a... will hurt, just like the kendo stick will hurt. I can take a shot to the balls. Yeah, well, we the ball. Um, also, probably RJ... hit your thigh. I mean, she had to have a damn good kick to hit them. That is the third too. time in two shows you said that. This I want you to know that. Oh yeah. So they want to. He also wants to know why Natural Light hasn't sponsored us yet. That is a very good question, and when you find out the answer, please let me know. Shout out to Anheuser Busch, holla at your boys. I don't need much; I just want a bomb ass T shirt. That's it. I already <laughs> drink your product. You can see my sales, Melbourne, Florida. <laughs> you know you can uh, you can uh, track the stats. <laughs> uh, Michael Gallagher wants to know: Love Bam Bam and ECW, and he had some great matches there. Who did a pot? Oh, they did a pot on him, and probably top ten for him. But he wanted to know. What do you think of Bam Bam's best run was? WrestleMania 11, which is against uh, LT, ECW champ, or the late 80s with Hogan? Uh, to me, I mean, I, I just don't think there's a bigger moment for him than, than Lawrence Taylor. Maybe it wasn't the match of the night or anything like that, that that people would think fondly on, but it was a big moment for him, and it was put him in the spotlight. It was the main event of WrestleMania. How I, I can't take that away from him, even if it wasn't looked upon fondly. It's a It was a big night for him. That was, but I mean, but if you think about like the ECW era, you know, like how he put Taz over. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the match with him and Taz, I mean, yes, well, it was right. on that WrestleMania stage, but. He was put as a, a top guy in ECW, but he got right. paid at WWF. Yeah. <laughs> like, like run wise, I would definitely go with ECW. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. Uh, this comes from Amy Vaughn. All right, unless anybody has anything else to add to that. I'm sorry. What were you thinking, Devin? I just want to point out uh, definitely when he was in Memphis, too, with Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Memphis is what really got to kind of put him on the map. 
right. And he in. was a heel there, so. Yeah, he, he came work. in as a heel there. Yeah, he got to work against Jerry the King. Mm-hmm. I bet that's that helped him tremendously as when he was starting up. Good answer. Uh, so this question comes from Amy Vaughn. This is not a wrestling question. She wants to know what you all think about Saban retiring, and who do you think Alabama gets to replace him? Hopefully not Sarkeesian. I hope he stays in Texas. Kind of worried that he's going to jump ship. I don't see Texas letting that happen. Hey, sometimes it's not their decision to make. I will say this. There's there's no one inside of Alabama right now that can step up. There's no one that's been there long enough. Their, their, their assistant coach uh, just left and went to the Texas A&M. There is nobody to promote internally, which I thought would have been the best move. Lane Kiffin. I know he probably wouldn't leave Ole Miss, but I can uh, I leave Ole Miss played. for Alabama in a heartbeat. I mean, I'd he be won three, He's now. won 10 games three straight years at Ole Miss. Let's just say it. Who's leaving Seattle? Oh, Georgia's God. number one scout left there to come to Q's, so. Sean Carroll. Anything can happen. Pete Carroll. Carroll. Pete Carroll is he's a college guy. I wouldn't. He's staying on as an advisor for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Okay, then then no. So Bill Belichick. (laughs) You know what sucks is uh I bet I bet Dan Quinn goes to see uh to the Seahawks and I'm gonna hate that because Micah Parsons is probably gonna follow him and the Cowboys defense will suck again. Don't say that. I don't want Michael Parsons in my division. (laughs) He said he's following Dan Quinn and he's about to get paid <laughs> this offseason so we'll see i'd be okay if uh brad Staten was the head coach because i don't give a fuck about alabama so <laughs> that's it for the questions this week guys uh, keep <laughs> coming those are fun it's always fun just to read some random shit you guys say Lane, uh, i think it'll be either lane kiffin or dabbo sweeney from clips i don't think it's gonna be anybody oh. no i don't think it's gonna be anybody we know i don't think it's gonna be a huge name it has to be man it's bama but Jim Harbaugh. Uh, they'll, 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 they'll talking make about the guy name. from Oregon, but he said they're he might. They're gonna make him a big name. They'll make a big name. You know. And I think Sarkeesian's buyout would be too much. Kirby True. Smart. No, nah, he might be going to the Falcons. They're offering him double what he makes right now. Here we go. What if Dan Quinn goes to Alabama? Fuck off. <laughs> what if he stays as Dallas's defensive coordinator? <laughs> That's what we need. I think Freddie Kitchens goes to Alabama. Dan Quinn and Steve Wilkes, the Niners defensive coordinator, are going somewhere else this year. Steve Wilkos. <laughs> Just Wilkes. <laughs> Shout out, Jerry. I, I knew someone was going to say Vince McMahon. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. How about the Rock, huh? Rock, oh, damn it, Brad. <laughs> what about primetime, baby? Work, I thought work, Shane was going to be the devil in AEW. You know what, James? <laughs> Weirder things have happened. Praise your work. shit has definitely happened, James. You want to talk about keeping, you know, top recruits and stuff? Because if Prime is at Bama, Dude, every top 10 of every position is going to want to go there. I like it. I'm just saying that's not perfect for Vince because he can work for one year. Get oh, my gosh, Rebecca Vance. $400 million. <laughs> Prime time. If, if he would have only lost like two games this year, I think he had a better chance. He's, he went to he didn't have a team. Colorado, dude. Colorado was dirt. They're, like, no, they won one game. Don't, don't get me wrong. We've done it. What he's done is amazing. But you know how Alabama is. They want, well, hey, you didn't win, but this many games last year, we, we won't talk to you. He may have some better players in Alabama. Nick Saban won like seven. But he's going to push his kids. He's yeah, no he's matter what. Dolphins. I know. 
You're right so about even the kids. if they have better players, his kids are getting the prime time. As long as, long, as well as the string quarterback and slash wide receiver they have. There's too. already players hitting the transfer portal in Alabama. True. All right. Well, back uh, to imagine you, being a commit and you're like, I'm committing to Bam. I'm going to play for Saban. Then a week later, he's retiring. Like, well, fuck. I guess I got to recommit somewhere else. What coach wants to try to follow up Nick Saban in that? That's lady? another. Uh, that's another very very big one because I wouldn't. God no! You know the pressure to try to follow that. Well, let's just remember, you, he didn't win a national you... championship in the last two years, right? They won in 2020. I think was their last one. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's not like you're following. Sticks. In Alabama, but he's lost two. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> but he went to the playoffs. I mean, I oh, he's a, like he's the, awesome. He's awesome. I hate to be the at least they made it, dude. But well, they didn't go last year, and guess what? None of their players rested last year, and they beat the brakes off that team they played in the bowl game last year. And Bryce Young went number one overall, so the number one yeah. overall pick didn't rest. But that's a you know different conversation. Okay. Don't get us started on that again. That's a right. whole other. <laughs> we already did that. I get pissed off, man. But uh, anyway, that yeah, again, that's that's it for the questions. So let's uh keep this yeah, train. Yeah, I thought we were gonna double back to Devin, but it appears that he left. Is he gone? Yeah, well, I was gonna go the demographic and shit, but oh yeah, no, he's got a topic. Mike's got his list. <laughs> you know, like we got a. You just made the list. He he's having Zoom issues, so we had him. He's backing out and coming let's back. Let's just in. zoom on by. Screen. I can do some hot. Takes, hot... I can do some hot takes. I love hot cakes. Yeah, and James, you're gonna love this. Oh boy, I bet. Because it's just so I cannot believe it. Hold on, he's joining back in. Before you start, you want to try to get his uh and yeah. we can go to Devin with uh and we can go right, to Devin, Devin for Devin's topic. All right, cool. Oh, it's my topic. It's it. another edition of No Our Crew. Should have just stuck with what Brad was doing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yep, your audio sucks. Hold on. Man. <laughs> hey, we can't hear you. We no, can't hear you. Let's go because we can't hear Devin. Hey, we can't, can't hear, hear you. Devin. He's still talking. Go ahead, Brad. Devin, we can't hear you. Do you hear us? Ha, I do now. So, what is one arena you've always wanted to watch a wrestling event or a sports game in? I have never never been. I have never been to uh, MSG. That's mine. And and it's literally an hour and a half for me. Good answer. Six hours for me. Good James, what's yours? I've been to the Cowboys Stadium, the new one, AT&T Stadium, whatever they call it. Awesome. Awesome venue. So, yeah, I'd probably say MSG also. Cool. I've been to the, the arena in Arlington, or the stadium. I met Shaquille oh, Griffin yeah. there. I think I told this story before. Oh, he was a good player. Uh, what? Well, I met his brother, the one that got drafted with one hand. I can't. It's Shaquem. Yeah, I think. he was but. also a good player. <laughs> All right, Mike. What about you, brother? Was the best stadium? What, Where do you what like, stadium? Where do you want to see one? Yeah, you've always wanted to go to, but never been able to. Oh, uh, yeah, I would say. I mean, MSG would probably be one of them too. Um. 
or or Vegas. Yes, absolutely. I want to go there too. The Death Star. That freaking looks awesome. The sphere. I want to see the first wrestling mm-hmm. show at that new big dome thing that they the have. Sphere. Yeah, okay. I, I think that right there it probably won't be WWE. I'd say it'd be AEW most likely because they only fit like five thousand people in there. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I think that right there is that's gonna be a badass thing. I mean, so what what you can do in there. If they made a real big one like that, I think that'd be fucking amazing. I like it. That would be cool. Adam? I would love to go to the O2 Arena in London. Oh, shit. I'd love to go to the O2. Me too. Yeah, Wembley, Wembley as well. Cool, yeah. That'd be my, my second one, the Wembley. But definitely the O2 Arena. Perth? Yes, the <laughs> Sydney Opera House would be awesome. Hmm. All right, so question number two. What is the first sporting event you ever attended? Pittsburgh Pirates versus the Philadelphia Phillies in Pittsburgh. Mike Schmidt hit his 500th home run. Are you talking That's about an awesome game to be at. I couldn't believe it. I, I, was a, I wasn't a Phillies fan. I didn't even know who freaking Mike Schmidt was. You know so much detail on that. Because I was there and it was a big deal for my dad. I'm assuming you mean. By the way, on a three on a three zero pitch, that, he kept telling me that like I meant something to me at the time. You don't swing on a three zero <laughs> pitch. Swing on a three zero pitch. <laughs> well, he did, and it was his five hundredth. Oh man, Cowboys awesome. Redskins in uh, the old Texas Stadium, the one with the hole in the roof. Uh, Cowboys Redskins, they beat the brakes off the Redskins, and I think that's when they fired North Turner after that season. Nice, super nice. North that's- Turner, one of my favorite head coaches. He was one of my favorite assistant coaches because uh, he was with Jimmy Johnson, and uh, him and Troy were like dynamite together. Yeah, he went was. fourteen and two with a stacked Chargers team, but couldn't win the chip. Mm-mm. So, just our first like sporting event is what? yeah, anything could be college, could be even was, high school. I was about to say no, uh, high school, you know, probably like I didn't count high school. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I'm not high school. <laughs> uh, Minor league baseball. At the time, it was uh, Daytona Beach Cubs, uh, the baseball team. Nice. That's uh, cool. My, my aunt was, nice, yeah, my aunt was dating uh, one of the players, so we got to go yeah. and be by the dugout and go, you know, behind there and everything. So, you have any friends? Or oh, oh wait, this has happened already. I mean, I, I, I think she might have dated like three or four of them, but I mean, <laughs> bro. Did any of them make it big time? They ever played Birmingham with Jordan? Some of them, like, some of them did. I, I can tell you, that. I don't, I'm not a big baseball fan, but I know, I know there was at least two of them that made it big time that she dated. Hey, Mike Sant was sleeping with Sammy Sosa in the minor league Cubs division. I'm saying, yeah. oh. <laughs> Adam, no. Um, when I was younger, wrestling was real big down here in Birmingham and the Gaston area. So uh, I think one of my first things I ever did was I went to a wrestling event. That's when I got my Hulk Hogan foam finger. And then uh, like sporting event, as far as like baseball stuff, I went to a couple of Braves games when I was younger, when they were good back in the 90s. Nice. They're pretty good now. Yeah. But um, the Hogan and all of them coming through Birmingham is the one I remember the most. That sounds historic. That'd be awesome. 
I got pictures yeah. somewhere, but you can barely see them. Dig them up. <laughs> right. I showed them once or twice. Yeah, send them to Bryant. He'll post them up here. But they're blurry. You can't see, but. All right, so my first ever sporting event was back when Donovan McNabb was still in Syracuse. Uh, I was like, not even one. My dad took me to a game, and Donovan McNabb tore up Pitt. I don't remember it, but I watched it the other day. Shout out Donovan McNabb. Fuck Donovan McNabb. I don't don't like anything he did pro, but shout out when he was in Q's. Good guy, man. They made five straight NFC championships. Nice, Adam. I don't know how he did pro. That was sick, Adam. We couldn't win. We couldn't win the big one, but. T.O. did damn good with a broken leg in that oh, Super Bowl. Screw Bowl. him. Fuck off, T.O. I burned my jersey. Freaking I will say he went from, like, ultimate heel because he put the fucking yeah, freaking the rip ball on the, on the star. That's no good, bro. Man. What an absolute dickhead. And then he went to Dallas, and I was like, T.O.'s awesome. Pouring popcorn in his finger. Very nice, Adam. Oh, shit. And I had the styrofoam two-by-four because Jim Duggan was big back then. Oh, uh, I wonder why you brought him up. <laughs> right? Original Royal Rumble winner, nineteen eighty-eight. He ain't gonna hear this in, in time. They're not. <laughs> yeah. so right, got I got three Triple H mentions. We've got two Duggan mentions. <laughs> when you were little, little, and you got your first ever foam finger, did you take a bite out of it? I remember uh, being like three with my first foam finger at Yankee Stadium, just biting it. I think I did. My, mine was a Pittsburgh Pirates <laughs> one, so yeah, I would say. Pulling yeah. it back and just letting it raise, like I was flipping somebody <laughs> off, but it. Was it? But I would let it release, and it looked like I was flipping somebody off. Nice, classy. Keep it classy. That's that was double, my baby. first was Austin's, and it was the middle finger. Yep, <laughs> that's cool. All right, so question number three. I've asked you guys to design your favorite cheeseburger. I've asked you to design your favorite pizza. Now, what is your favorite milkshake? Oh. I'm gonna keep. I keep it simple, man. Just I'm just you. chocolate. I'm sorry. Yeah, chocolate or strawberry, probably. Whatever brings the boys to the yard, right? Somebody had to say it. Boom. Damn it, James. Shamrock steak from McDonald's. All right, all right. I, I do like that shamrock yeah, shake. Don't uh, fuck that mocha shake from Arby's. I don't even understand. Yeah, what no, I ain't doing that. Are talking McFlurries? Do McFlurries count in it? Because what about no. a blizzard? What about no. a blizzard? No, that's we got not, that's not a milkshake. Okay. You don't drink that. You don't know that. I do know that. <laughs> You're letting it melt. Yeah, I'd probably say chocolate, chocolate or strawberry. Like yeah, chocolate's so good. I'll even do a black and white shake. You know, that's good. Well, Mixed today up. I walked into our our uh, a local gas station. This lady's wearing a pink birthday hat with a big sash on. She's all happy and excited as can be. Hey, would you like to try our brand new chocolate chip coffee milkshake for my birthday? Fuck it. Why not? That was, like <laughs> so a that was pretty boy. good. <laughs> no, it was actually her birthday, but that was pretty, it was pretty good. Hey, why not? Oh, good one. Adam, did you answer? I'm sorry. I was uh, excited to tell um, that story. Well, it's your segment. It's all good. But I sure show. Boom. But milkshakes, yeah, chocolate, you know, or something like a Butterfinger Crunch or something, but I'm more of a Coke float. I'll do, like, chocolate ice cream with Coke. Mm. And Not then, like, a Coke float. 
I've heard of a root beer float. I never never had it with Coke. Whatever you want in there. It could be a freaking Gatorade. It could be a Gatorade float if you want. No, no, can you try it? It's good. You put a lot of ice cream I've in had a Coke float and a root beer float. I've had them both. But we had a root beer float problem on this show already. Yeah. But, Devin, you talk about, like, the birthday thing. Have y'all tried, like, the birthday cake milkshakes? I think so. I like it. They're fucking nasty. No, I like the sweet, I like how sweet they are. I like you like the fun fetties. You like fun fetty cake? All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like I I can eat that all day. I, like I sometimes buy it just for me, and I say no one else can have it. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Devin? Anything else? No, that was fun. That was another three questions for no our crew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So you know what else is next? Mike's list, because Devin had to be here for Mike's list. So Mike, what's the list? Oh, <sighs> or not the list, list or whatever. Not the list. But it's not a list. You know what, though? Because I was thinking, you know, oh. we're coming up to the Royal Rumble, right? And we hear that countdown. Ten, and it goes five, and then three, two, one. And... And what do we hear? Music. Music, right? <laughs> yeah, I just, so, I just did a battle. Major Royal point. Royal major point good there. <laughs> I know. I tried, right? It didn't work. <laughs> My last so, match I did was... Oh, boy. Devin did a know the crew. I'm going to go know the theme, right? However... There's a twist. Because we're going to do this in reverse. What's going on? <laughs> we're twisting in reverse? What? No. Oh, what the twist? The so are you going to play a song backwards and we have to guess what the song is? We got our favorite producer, Bryant. He's got the hookup. We're going to play a theme song in reverse. And I don't even know who it is. I'll let him God. Can we just do the list again? <laughs> let's see if we can just figure out who they are. Ben right. just waiting for you to explain what it is before I play it. So. <laughs> right. I can't imagine Brian's face when he, when you've he heard about this. I'd love to be a part of this conversation when they were messing each other about Yeah, it. for sure. All right. Everybody <laughs> ready? I'm ready. I'm so ready. Brian's ready for bed. Probably got CTE shaking his head <laughs> so much. This is probably that 12 pack and a half he was into when this come up. All right, right. here we go. <laughs> it's hard times. Is it dusty? Please say yes. No. Best. All right. Well, that's my guess. <laughs> yeah. That was the Big Boss Man's theme backwards. Oh, it comes. Big yeah. Boss Man. I don't think I would have got it forward. I, I yeah. almost said Big Show. Devin was close with the hard time spot because uh, it does say hard times. So Hard times was, yeah. I knew the song, didn't know the wrestler. Down the club, count it, Georgia. That's what play something from today. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks, Devin. All right. Yeah, that's what you have to do, uh, Brian. Apparently, we can put that song on the list. All right, let's. All right, we'll try it again. 
This is the last one we'll try. Here we go. Roman Reigns. Hey. No. This is Road Warriors. No, there's music. Hulk Hogan? No. Is it Randy Orton? Yeah, Randy Orton. Yeah, that's Randy Orton's original music. That is correct. Hey, it is my life. Was it Real American? No, it was Randy yeah, Orton. Orton. You got one more for, for us, Brian? What are you doing? a hard time listening to that. Hey, I only picked two of them. Thank God. Uh, all right, that was fun, Mike. Yeah, maybe yeah, glad Devin had to be there for that one. Yeah, I'm so fucking happy y'all didn't like it. Listen, we try things, we throw it against the wall. Some of it sticks, some of it doesn't. Obviously, this wasn't one of them. Mike, I really liked it. I think we should do it You're just mad. You just want to kiss up the mic because you were late and we're all mad at you. No, it's okay, Devin. We all go through hard times. Sometimes there's young kids out there that need their be taught in football, and you have to have somebody out there teaching you whatever sport. I'm running the shot clock. That's all I'm doing. I get paid for it though, so it's nice money. It means a lot to somebody out there. Some kid out there doesn't have nobody running a shot clock at home for them while they're practicing. I don't. Uh, Actually, uh. Our team, our JV and our varsity lost to our biggest ready. rival today. So, Is that your demographic? You're talking about being doing a shot clock? No, is it time for my demographic? Sure. Why not? No, keep going. All right. So, actually, I got a bunch of demographics oh, this week. Perfect. All right. So, <laughs> this year at Top Guy Rumble, you will see the return. Of the game event live when Efren is at Top Guy Rumble. Shout out our favorite, favorite game show host, Efren. He is my favorite game show host. And I'm going to yeah. win that $1,000 and buy everybody's bar tab. Shout yeah. out. And then the next day you'll be broke again, right? <laughs> yeah. At least everybody have fun. Easy come, easy go. Shout out James for that. Right? Yeah. All right, so number two, I don't know if this means anything, but Elijah Burp, Burp, the Pope, he was backstage at AW last week. Nice. So uh, I don't know if that's wrestling. The the Pope, the Pope. So uh, about a month ago, he was on Reffing It Up again. I know we keep bringing up Reffing It Up. Hey, you know, give us a lot of love. Let's give it back. And maybe he was on. Great guy. Great guy. He wrestled Stunt Marshall at that uh, Stunt Marshall show I went to. Mm He's the one that wrestled Stunt Marshall. Made a sweet joke towards Stunt's mom that was uh, not pre uh, <laughs> gone through, and she reacted awesome. <laughs> she was pissed. Awesome. <laughs> shout out Stunt. Yeah, shout out Stunt Marshall. Hope to see you here in like a couple weeks in uh, Tampa. Hope to see you real soon. Hey, oh. Hey. Hey, both those guys are great. Stunt and the Pope. I love them both. But this year at GCW J Cup, the Jersey Cup, we will see the return to GCW for Nick Wayne when he is announced as the 10th entrant. We have Jordan Oliver, Masha Slamovich, Alec Price, Deary's. We got 
we got Gresham, the former Ring of Honor he- heavyweight champion. We got Bailey. You guys know him. Mike Bailey, Speedball. He's the best. We got Starks, Yamashita, and Cartwheel. It's looking to be a great tournament. And then AJ Francis will be at GCW in Tampa. Boom. And... My bad. That's Cody Rhodes! <laughs> I know that song! That's Cody Rhodes! Which you will see in the Raw Rumble in next week's demographic. You'll hear about that. But... For the last thing on today's demographic, just announced today as we're recording, Yoshida Kojima will be taking on MLW heavyweight champion Alex Kane February 3rd at MLW Super Fight. So and be I sure will be to there. tune into you that. Missed it, Devin. You missed it, Devin. That's what Frank, uh, Fra- uh, my son, uh, Frank asked for it for his birthday to go there with two friends and I'm bringing him down. Hell yeah, that's an awesome birthday. Yeah, I'm, pretty excited for, the... I'm pretty excited to hang out for his birthday <laughs> with my event. <laughs> my plan has worked. <laughs> I am the winner. Isn't that great? Well, you can tell give someone else a present. You know what's you funny, Devin? If you didn't it. say that, I was gonna say it. Were you? Yeah, because could you uh, he's 50, you know he's 53 years old, looks great. He wrestled at the uh, the Coloss- uh, Coliseum one too. So he lost to he beat Sammy Callahan. Really? Who was all over that show, spitting on everything. Gross. <laughs> mm. Alright, so, so actually gross. <laughs> Sammy Callahan. I seen that he was an MLW. That's a yeah. If he's signed there, that's a huge signing. Three times he showed up. He showed up at the end too when Kojima challenged him. He's like, I'm coming here too. I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> well, that's but gonna he, be a hell of a match. He lost to him. He lost to Kojima there. It was a oh. pre pre match though. It wasn't on the main card. Yeah, but it was still. Well, I got I got one last demographic. One last demographic for <laughs> all my boxing fans out there. I this year, well, last year in 2023, I fell in love with the sport of boxing. Nice. Oh, I thought you were gonna name a gentleman. Well, recently signed to the fight, Anthony Joshua, former heavyweight champion, will be taking on Francis Naganu. Yeah. March 9th in Saudi Arabia. That's going to be yeah. a huge heavyweight bout. Kiss my ass. Okay. Good get his ass kicked. I am a huge names? Anthony Joshua fan. I'll say it right here on, on air. I think he's going to win. He's going to he's gonna take uh, Francis Naganu the distance and win by points. Well, I think Boring. I think this fight is going to be awesome. <laughs> so if you're, you're a boxing fan too, shout out to your boy Devin D19. And we'll talk about it. I'm a big boxing fan. I'm not a fan of Joshua. I didn't know that. We'll have to talk more. I'll fire. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, oh, you mean about boxing or about Joshua? About boxing. <laughs> not, not Joshua. Not just Joshua. If you don't like I mean, him, My favorite boxer is Rocky Balboa, but he's not real. So. Of course. <laughs> uh, shout out Tommy Gunn. Shout out Tommy Gunn. <laughs> All right. Back to you, James. I must break this uh, topic for sure. Yeah. But hey, I guess it's time for some hot takes with old Brad. So Brad, what hot takes you got for us? So hot take. Nirvana was a way better band than the Beatles. Huh? Be smoking shit. Hey, it's a hot take, man. Is it true or not? No. I'm with you. Yep. Not Smells really. like Teen Spirit. Just, one of the greatest songs take. of all time. One. Okay, yeah. Okay. I grew up with Nirvana. I love Nirvana. 
Nevada. He was idiot. dead by the time you were born. What do you mean? You grew yeah, up? he was dead by the time you were born. Yeah, yeah. and I grew up with every CD in my in my CD player. Granted, I'm wearing a Beatles shirt, and they were broke up in like '69. So, <laughs> did you yeah. know '69? <laughs> anyway, I disagree completely. Yeah, Beatles are better than Nirvana, oh. but I still like Nirvana. Yeah, true. What about you, uh, Adam? I was wondering if you just bumped your head or what, mama. <laughs> right. Ain't too much better than the Beatles. I didn't say it. It's a hot take. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was making sure you didn't bump your head or anything. Well, like... I definitely bumped my head, but I and still they got a they got a documentary on Hulu. I think it's like three, two, one or something like that with Paul McCartney and Rick Rubin. Awesome. If you think the Beatles are just like ho hum, play the same bullshit all the time, you know, wagging their heads back and forth. No, I don't think that. Hey, yeah, that documentary versions. with uh, Rick Rubin and Paul McCartney go over like some of the songs and they have like the recordings and they're in the studio thing, like isolating different tracks and stuff. It's fucking amazing. And a lot of different. I mean, the Beatles, the Beatles, they were, grew. So, they were miles ahead of everyone. Yeah, they grew with the time, too. They started as like basically a boy band that just changed. They kept evolving. People are still trying to catch up, <laughs> you know, and they quit. Like, they stopped being a group in like '69. What's 70. Devin doing? Who's the original boy band? The Beatles. Don't shout out that picture that our truth had. <laughs> New kids yeah, on the shout block. out that picture our truth had for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the Judgment Day walking like the Beatles. <laughs> oh, that segment cracked me up. So. Hot take, AEW should go back to four pay-per-views and two television shows. How about one television show? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? I don't, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I miss Dark. So It's I called Rampage. Out <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you think, well, Adam? I agree with the two shows. Um, Maybe six pay-per-views at the most. Boom. Or maybe four pay-per-views and two, like, tentpole, like, like Fastlane or something, too. Two, two shows that are not as big as pay-per-views, but, you know what I mean, a little bit bigger than just a regular TV. And Battle of the Belts is coming up, and nobody oh, even knows about it. that. Couldn't even name one match on it. <laughs> I, don't, I can't stand that show that's under-promoted and is, has no feeling to it whatsoever i'm so sorry i do not like that battle of the bells yeah. is that supposed to be tony khan's clash of champions yes yeah but yeah. they don't promote at all like it's, i saw the graphic so last bad. night and i was like oh damn that's this weekend i'm oh, not a fuck. huge class of champions guy either by the way i'm not I, that was another thing it was a commercial it was an infomercial for the pay-per-view all right so can i have finishes. a hot take yeah can i have a hot take i'm sure mike i like tony Khan, hot tony khan on twitter <laughs> what about it? You mean Eric Bischoff? No, Tony Khan. <laughs> I mean, listen, he's passionate. He needs to be on timeout. What he needs. He's passionate. I mean, listen, he he defends his company. He loves it. He's a kid with money. <laughs> I tweeted it uh, right at Tony Khan. Why do you even care about WWE? That's my that's my serious question. Why do you care about WWE? You're running a wrestling company that has three shows on national television. You're, you have, uh, you've like, made it. You've made it. You literally have made it. Yes, you you have like deals with Japan. You have deals with TNA. You have deals with all these other companies. You all bring of honor. Who gives a fuck about WWE? Do your yeah, shit. Tony. Do your thing. Cater to your hardcore fans. He's yeah. made yes. it. It's been a profitable year. 
He's made it because he had, he's had money. That's why he's made it. Yeah, but, but he also, he's also year. made wrestling competitive again. He's given guys jobs. He's made uh, WWE. I, I I think he's made WWE better, and he yep. there's options. He WWE has was floundering. I'm sorry. It was too much. I agree. I, I agree. He has. He he's done a lot for wrestling. I yeah, agree he rejuvenated that. wrestling, but he did. He's losing money doing it though. That's what. Yeah, up. but he can he can lose some money. You're gonna lose money before you make money. Like you're gonna lose money. I know it's been five years, but you're still gonna lose a little money, and then before you break even, because he definitely had to overpay. You know, you have to overpay for the talent at the beginning because it's kind of a bidding war, and then as the dust settles, I think you're gonna see some of those contracts get a little bit down. But all the negative that he gets is the same thing, saying why they're not competitive. First off, you gotta keep, just keep growing. Yeah, like nobody's gonna be competitive with WWE. WWF not- wasn't competitive in 1970, whatever. It, you know, it seems like his focus has altered or something because they were growing the first couple of years, and something has changed or something has happened to where it seems like his his vision isn't so much wanting to grow now. It, it's I don't know what it is, but it just seems like they've been stagnant the last year or two. It's like they just been, think- they've been up and then level here lately. Yeah. I think he's just trying to grow up one more. He's doing what Eric Bischoff did back in like 96, 97, when they were competed against WWE, but they're not competitive with like that. No, they won. TNA. TNA, TNA. I'm sorry. TNA is the, the one that you can. Yeah, I would say I would compare it to TNA. One to two million people watching at the time, yeah. which was a lot less than because there wasn't as much streaming. It's almost stuff. like they were doing wonderful. TNA, that, that'd be one thing, but he's nowhere close to going against WWE. Yeah. I think if it wasn't made into a competition, everybody would be better off. Well, I mean, like, and like, here's, my, here's like the thing that, and I've seen this, and it might be wrong, but I don't know. But like the Jinder Mahal segment had more views than AEW did all week combined. Yeah, they're they're national, baby. They're international. Yeah. Well, I I know that, but I'm saying like. Well, but it was it wasn't like. Why, oh, Jinder Mahal's gonna be on TV. Watch. Like it wasn't Jinder. <laughs> it's a it's a loaded statement. Yeah, it's but not like Jinder's on. It was the guy that came out after Jinder. <laughs> Yeah, what? they were already watching. No, no, I agree. But what I'm saying is, why throw that out there? Knowing that right there, that one segment got more views in all three of your episodes all week combined. Why throw it out there? So you, you're just promoting that is all you're doing. Pretty much. He's putting gender over, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's all he's doing. <laughs> all right, one more hot take. NA, go for MLW, go for GCW. Go for nothing. Do your own shit. Yes, do your own shit, yeah. Yeah, or do yeah, or do your own shit. Don't be against something that you cannot be. Their momentum was going great. And then they released the video game, and it seemed like it seems like the video game didn't do as good as they wanted it to. It seemed like it just it took the win out of the series. You're listening to Bishop. Do we really know that? Oh, that's what it feels like to me. It feels like everything was great, and then they—I guess—he he thought it didn't, it wasn't as good as he was hoping. So it seemed like it, it kind of frustrated him to where it just maybe took the wind out of his sails a little bit. I will okay. say that game is still sixty bucks, and 
you ain't got a prayer of somebody still paying 60 bucks for it. No. I want to play the game. I want to buy it. I'm not buying it for 60 bucks. If it drops no. down to 40, maybe. Erica right. got for me for Christmas. It was marked down to $25. There you go. There you go. Mark it down for $25. Yep, have, have you seen any good reviews on that game? No, it's not that great. No, it it's like it's not as good as 2K. Okay. But it's not 2K. Like, it's a it's, different, yeah, it's, it's a not. whole different fighting style. It's a whole different, like, it's more arcadier than 2K. Like, if you compare matches, are literally like three minutes long. I, I'm not mad at him for wanting to shoot for the moon, but I think I think it was a little bit early for. Him. I think comparing it to 2K is, of course, it's going to lose when compared to 2K. I think it's its own thing. Like we were saying with Tony Khan, make it your own thing. Like that's it. Which, that's what. That's don't it. compete with everything. Make it your own. That's what AEW needs to do. Be their own thing. Don't Just chill. Look at Billy Corgan. Ain't starting shit. Ain't doing shit. Just doing his own thing. You know. Got his CW deal. Shout out Billy Corgan and the NWA. Maybe the video game took his attention away from what he originally had planned. Last hot take. Go, Devin. Go. (laughs) Real quick before I get to my hot take, I want to say one last thing about the NWA. They're going to be taking the whole month of February off while they figure out their CW stuff, and then they're going to be starting on stream in the month of March. Shout out to TNA for that. Be on the watch out of that. All you NWA fans out there. But so my hot take. This is the last one. The Young Bucks are the perfect last opponent for Sting. Oh, fuck off. You can rot in hell, you asshole. <laughs> hell yeah, Devin. Hell yeah. So I think it's perfect. They've been friends with Sting back since their TNA days. What, they brought Sting back to this company, gave him a great presence, a great last three years of his career. Uh, they've been the executive vice presidents during that entire time helping book Sting and helping his plans each week. I think it's going to be a fantastic match if it is the final match of his career. And that's my hot take on it. Well, I mean, before you were able to join, because you were like teaching like kids how to like throw a football or something. <laughs> I just run the clock. <laughs> All right. Well, you're running the clock. You were teaching kids how to run a clock. But I mentioned, you know, this wouldn't be Sting's last match unless Sting agreed to it. I just don't think I'm not happy with that being his last match. I'm fine with it. Of course you are. I'm just Looks glad like... it's not Darby. I think I'm happy with it. Yeah, because I called being... it a month and a half ago. Actually, I called Darby too. I, I called like nine FTR, things. I think FTR, FTR would be good. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I'm so sick of FDR. <laughs> what is the freaking big-ass deal about FDR? I'm a hot take. Jeez, oh, man. They're okay. They're great. Good. Holy shit. Move on. I but, Well, honestly, I'd rather see him being a single match. What is it about match. FDR that if everybody wants to blow him all the time? I don't get it. Those are good. They're good. They're good. There's a lot of good tag teams. I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I, I really I, I, wanted FTR to come into the NWA and win the Crockett Cup 2023, but Billy and Tony Khan didn't work that out. And ever since then, I've been sour to him, honestly, in my own opinion. I just haven't been. That's, so that's their fault? I, Tony and Billy couldn't work it out? No, nah, I've just been, ever since that didn't happen, I've kind of been upset with the whole Mike situation. Mike is chomping at the they haven't been booked What yet. is it, Mike? I think it should be a single match. I, no, he I ain't don't... doing it. He's not healthy enough. 
But he, he doesn't have the wind. I he's mean, not, he's fucking jumping. Just because he the falls off of a building and lands on a table doesn't mean he can go 15 minutes one on one. He's going through a fucking table. What does that have to do with being have the wind? Ask Ric Flair about wind. I'm just saying, uh, make it a damn single match. You can find somebody out there from even back in the day, back in his time. Anybody besides Goldberg? Uh, fuck, bring Bret Hart in to wrestle him his last time. Red Hart's out. I'm just saying. I think I think it should be a single match, in hmm. my opinion. But who, I feel like DVP can do booked, it. I just booked the greatest re- WrestleMania there is of all time, and but what the fuck do I know? All right, James. The tape machines are rolling. Let's talk about next week and let's get the fuck <laughs> out. Yeah, I think uh, we've had uh, all the fun we can on this episode for sure. Uh, so next week we're, uh, doing some rumble stuff. Uh, we're going to do a watch along for, uh, whatever rumble that is picked. Uh, obviously, uh, as you hear this decisions obviously been made, but there is, yeah, whatever. So we're going to do it watch along style. Uh, you know, click play. There's probably not going to be our individual segments or there may be, and we just shoot the shit the whole time. Who knows? We'll be talking throughout the match. So that's what we'll we'll definitely be talking throughout the match. We'll, uh, you know, select the rumble, click play, and hang out. You know, kicking it with the homies. Great. I, th- I think that's the first time I've had next week's, uh, you know. I like, think it playing. is, too, because it's weird, because now you do conclusion, <laughs> and everything feels really weird. <laughs> yeah. Usually I'm like, what are we doing next week? Yeah, <laughs> even if you've been told. <laughs> right. True. True. yeah (laughs) but yeah so that's gonna be next week uh getting in the rumble season we're gonna do a rumble watch along can't wait for it it's gonna be uh, it's weird to say gonna be a laid-back episode and that's us talking so you know we're pretty laid back i mean hell look at adam (laughs) i'm afraid i'm afraid he's gonna fall over he's so laid back waka waka uh, waka and it's uh, <laughs> it's time to conclude this episode, I guess, because the tape machines are definitely rolling. Uh, shout out to everybody for hanging out with us this long. Hey, real quick, let's do our best moments from 2023. Hey, let's no, not. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know when uh, Bad Bunny came out of backlash, that was freaking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you can reach us on all the socials. <laughs> you know, uh, kick out crew everywhere. You know, uh, obviously. Uh, we take a lot of uh, pride. We have a lot of fun in this, and uh, hope you have fun too. And if you like what we're doing, be a friend and tell a friend because uh, you know it's your show. Like we always say, if you're ever in a uh, a time of doubt and in a time of need, well, hey, you got five friends, and uh, obviously Bryant, the voice from the heavens. You got a uh, you know six friends here that uh, can help ease your mind because you know that's what we're here for. Don't ever feel like you ain't good enough and don't ever feel like everything's going to weigh you down. Because when it weighs you down, some would say it pins you. And you guess what you need to do when things pin you? Just got to kick out a tube, baby. That's what we do. And that's what you do. And as always, here comes the sun. The, the, the sun will shine tomorrow. But only if you kick out a two. Like we do on your show, The Kickout Crew. Can't wait to talk to y'all next week. And, uh, as I always say, we'll see you then. Goodbye. Love y'all. Get it up.